here we go. All right, good evening, everybody. Happy Sunday night. It's March 22nd, uh, 2020, and this is my first attempt at a podcast here. So welcome. We're going to be doing some WrestleMania talk tonight, trying to get everybody's minds off of everything that is going on, some bring some uh, normalcy back to us. My name is Mike. I'm going to be hosting you tonight. The reason I got this idea was because I saw that tonight ESPN is showing WrestleMania 30 which means that it's going to be full of commercials. They're probably going to cut a lot out. And WrestleMania 30 was actually a really good one. It was the first time that we saw The Undertaker lose. He lost to Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. which caused a lot of like, oh, my God, everybody was New Orleans. So it made me think, you know what? Let's talk about past WrestleManias. Not about this one that I'm st- we all three of us were supposed to be going to that we're not being able to go to now. But let's talk about past WrestleMania. So first, I got two guests for you tonight. First, I got Josh. Now, Josh is an uber fan. Josh is a big, big old wrestling fan who I think actually tops my WrestleMania knowledge and wrestling knowledge. So, Josh, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Welcome. And then we got Steve. We got Steve. Do you go for Steve or Steven? Steve. Steve. All right. Steve. Steve is actually a wrestler himself on the industry. So this is a gentleman who not only has the knowledge of being a fan, but he also has knowledge of the business itself, too. So, Steve, thank you so much for joining us tonight as well. Um, All right. So we're going to talk about past WrestleManias now. We're not just going to focus on like all WrestleManias one through what we have to 35 at this point here. We're not going to do that. I want to talk about two very specific WrestleManias tonight that I hope that you guys are ready to uh, talk about as well. The first one is WrestleMania four. WrestleMania four. I, I was a, there. A lot. Really? You were there. You were in I Trump. Was there. I was at, at uh, Trump Plaza. I was there when Macho Man won the title. I, I was a small child. But I was there. Um, How old were you at the time? Let's see. That would be 87 or 88. So I was either 88. 88. So I was five. So you were one of the 19,199 in attendance. I was. I I had city convention hall. I had a Macho Man t-shirt, the purple Macho Man sunglass t-shirt, the original. And I had the, uh, the Hulk Hogan yellow foam finger. Oh, okay, okay. See, now, right off the bat, we're going to have our first discussion and debate here. You couldn't be both a Macho Man and a Hulk Hogan fan back in the day. Sorry, it's got to be one. I, have to I agree with you there, Josh. Josh. So, I mean, I'm a Macho so Man. Myself. I, bo- I, I was not both. I was a Hulkamaniac. But I believe the Hulk Hogan t-shirts were actually sold out. Oh, okay, okay. All right, I see. And, right. and my father and my grandmother being the cool people that they were mm-hmm. – still decided to get me a uh, a Macho Man t-shirt, which kind of works out in the long run of life. Mm-hmm. But uh, the other side of that was, I believe we were actually in the lobby at one point with Jesse the Body Ventura. Okay, yeah, because he was the announcer. He was back one of the announcers. With, uh, Gorilla Monsoon. Yeah, and that was, uh, he. I was actually pretty visible to where you could, like just to, I remember vividly that to my right, uh, upper right, you could see uh, Jesse when he does his pose down in WrestleMania four, mm-hmm. which is in the second half of the show. Absolutely, right. yeah. And WrestleMania four had that really long entryway too. Like it long, was like yeah. it was steep. The, 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 <laughs> yeah, it was the steps. It was the, they they had the stairway because it was one, WrestleMania four and five. They did that one on. 
Right. And this was before the day when they really had the distance between the performers coming down the aisle and the uh, fans in attendance. And mm-hmm. I, I can very clearly remember in both WrestleManias four and five, seeing Elizabeth walk down that, that ramp and Pat Patterson was right there, like protecting her as if like yeah. that was his own daughter uh, and everything like that. Crazy, crazy times during them. Um, as we know now, WrestleMania four was unprecedented in the fact that the title was vacated. Um, Andre the Giant had won the title and then he sold it to uh, Million Dollar Man. And WWF said, you know what, we're not going to recognize it. So titles up for grabs at this point here. And they had that huge tournament that, that was going on. Uh, taking a look at the card, there were 16 matches on the card for that WrestleMania. Uh, Josh, what were some matches? Now, Josh, at the time, so this was, what, what did we say? This was 88? At the uh, time, I was, I was swimming in my daddy's ball sack. <laughs> okay, I'm, okay. I'm, I do, I'm, I do, I'm, you I'm the old you man. have gone back and watched it, though. I, 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 yes. I, I was born two years later. Uh-huh. So, but I do remember at that time uh, re-watching it. Uh, there was this big tournament with um, the tag tournament with the Hart Foundation and a couple of the tag team wrestlers they did. Well, they so did the – uh, It was, it was did, the first uh, – it was they the did the invitational. One. They did the invitational battle royal that night. That was the very first one. Yeah, Bad News they, Brown they did, won that. Bad News oh, Brown, yeah. and it started a Bad News Brown Bret Hart mini feud. And that really gave us kind of an insight as to what Bret Hart's future was going to be like. I mean, Bret mm-hmm. Hart didn't didn't become a singles wrestler. He, was he still with Jimmy Hart, Hart at the time? Right at the time, they were they were still with Jimmy Hart. He was still the Hart Foundation. They still had. It was still him and Neidhart. Uh, he didn't go singles, I want to say, for another three years. Right, oh my yeah. God. But it was so, such a little taste into what Bret Hart's future was going to be like. The fact that he was able to run through this Battle Royal. Now, mind you, the Battle Royal was only about 10 minutes long. But still, it was the fact that he was able to be one of the finalists there, and people were kind of noticing him um, at this point here because we had only known him as a tag team wrestler up, up to mm-hmm. this point here. Uh, but it's it's so crazy to think that Bret Hart goes back as early as I think WrestleMania three, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, at at least I think so. Yeah, at least. And to think that his very last one was uh, thirteen, so he yeah. was ten years worth of WrestleManias there at that point. There, I mean, that's crazy to think. Not, not counting his spectacular return against McMahon. That was okay. That's again, that's another <laughs> WrestleMania we're gonna have to get into at another time, but yeah, horribly, horribly. I mean, obviously, he had a lot of physical things going on, he had suffered his stroke and everything else like yeah, that. He, but there, was, there was a lot going on there with that, but yeah, I remember going to see that match at my friend's house. Uh, we both lived in New Jersey together, we both grew up on wrestling during the Monday Night Wars and everything like that. And he moved to Melbourne uh, just right after high school. I hadn't seen him for years. I'm finally moved down to uh, Kissimmee where, you know, pretty much in the area I'm in now. And we got together for that, that WrestleMania and, and we were stoked, you know, finally Bright Hart versus Vince McMahon. And you go back and you watch that match yet. And you're still so disappointed, even though you know, it's going to happen. It's so disappointing to watch. Um, go, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was saying it was. I was agreeing. I was agreeing to the fact that it was a little it's disappointing. Very, yeah. very yeah. disappointing. So now we go back to WrestleMania four now, and we saw the push that Ted DiBiase got. Whatever happened to that push? Like after WrestleMania four, he just Did kind it? of fell off the face of the earth. Didn't he, he have was, a lot of three issues? What's that, Josh? 
didn't he have a, a lot of injury issues at the time? When no, not 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 at the time. It was later on he ended up. Okay. Uh, he like at once he that was like kind of once he transitioned into the tag team wrestling with him and Money Inc. and him and IRS. Yeah. And then he started the whole million dollar corporation. But at the time, he was the heel. Yeah, he, he was. was. Yeah, he was. He he was. But at the time, don't forget also, especially then, WWF was WWF at the time was a huge babyface promotion. You were if you weren't a large babyface, you did not get over there. Think about it. you went from. Bruno to Buckland to well originally you went from Bruno to uh, Superstar, mm-hmm. who was on the verge of becoming a babyface, but they right. never did it. To Backland, to Iron wow. Sheik, who Sheik only held it for a couple months, and at the time a couple months was a very short title reign. To Hogan, who held it for what four years. Yeah, yeah. Until he finally, until finally, this loss. Right, and what people don't realize is that you know when you look back at Hogan's reigns as champion when he was in WWF at the time when it was WWF, you know he was a five-time champion, but that first reign was so long for him, and people don't realize like his, I think his second, sorry, sorry, um, third, fourth, and fifth reigns all came within a span of like really quick because they had uh, Survivor Series and they had this Tuesday in Texas and then they vacated the title to win. I I think the fifth reign is when he came back after WCW. As the undisputed champion? No, his fifth fifth reign came at at, uh, WrestleMania 9, which we're going to get to in just a little bit. Let's not... Let's not is crack the, the egg yet there. Dad, 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 we're not going to get around to that one yet. We're gonna, but yes, yes, that one is the one in Vegas. Um, but yes, I agree with what, what, what you were saying, though. I mean, DiBiase was the heel, and he did such a good job of it. I mean, his entire career. So I, I know uh, Hogan gave an interview once, and knowing how much input Hogan had with McMahon, especially at the time, he had uh. said that Ted DiBiase was – a great heel, but he was very middle of the road for what they wanted. And he did everything good. Right. He didn't think, but uh, according to Hogan, his ho- in Hogan's opinion, he said he didn't think he did anything amazing. Like there wasn't one thing that he stood out at. And that always stuck in my mind is that he said that was because he had so much influence with McMahon at the time. Because at the time, it was just Hogan and McMahon running the show. It was, Absolutely, you know, yeah. there, there was no Stone Cold. There was no Rock. There was no five guys, you right. know, being able to carry the load. Yeah, it was it was Hogan hitting the road, putting his head down, and everyone hope. And I always, you know, this is a little side note. I always thought it was funny that if they didn't go Hogan, the plan was to go with Snuka. Could you imagine that? That would have been weird. I always thought that was interesting given Snuka's interview style was so out there. Boy. The you know, eyes. I, I mean, Snuka himself was out there. You know, yeah. you, can't do, you can't do that much cocaine and be there. But <laughs> <laughs> Apparently you can kill somebody and get away with it, though. So but I mean, that's true. Yeah. But, like, yeah. if you, if, I, I mean, I remember Snuka's interviews and him being like, so long as he said brada at the end of it, people cheered. No one cared at that point. Yeah, he'd of course. Be like, Catchphrase. You know, he'd be like, Don Morocco, 
I will get you today, tomorrow, next day. I don't know about brother. And, you know, the I love you symbol. And all of a sudden, you know, and every, and, and everyone popped for it. But think about it. Like, Snooker was the first real body as far as the baby face went. Like, I mean, Snooker had muscles on muscles. He was an impressive guy. He was, he was definitely an impressive performer. You know, and strong tongue But it just goes to really show you, though, to this day, even in wrestling, you can have great in-ring skills, but if you don't have the mic skills to back you up, it's going to really yeah. hurt you out there. And that's why I was so surprised about Ted DiBiase was that he was a great technical wrestler. He had a lot of potential. He had a, a, a lot of talent in the ring. He was awesome on the mic. To hear Hogan say something like, well, he wasn't doing anything so spectacular. They could have at least put the strap on him as a transition champion, which is what right. I'm surprised at that they never did with him. Um, well, but- I also think that, I mean, at the time, though, there weren't transition champions. You can say Warrior, and you can even say Macho, mm-hmm. but truthfully, the, the the plan wasn't for those guys to be transition champions. Macho was as good as they come. Uh, oh, yeah. I, 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 I mean, it's, he had earring skills and mic skills. I and mean, mic skills. You listen to uh, any Macho Man like, promo, and you're just sucked right into it. Yeah. Or third. And, second, and, right? and then Hogan, or and then... Warrior wasn't the plan to be a transitional champion either. It's just the fact that he was not very good. He wasn't. No, Warrior no. had a couple of moves. He he stormed what? down to the ring. He grabbed onto the ropes. He did his body shake. Uh, yeah. He 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 did a full press slam, shoulder block, and that was it. it yeah, it but of- but the the other side of this was don't forget. I mean the the I think I think even McMahon had the plan at one point that he was going to get Sting. I truly believe that he thought he was going to get Sting at one point. And if you're going to... Because they were a tag team, too. They were a tag team at one point. They were the Blade Runners. And truthfully, if you're going to go with one or the other, I'm going to go with Sting. The the guy can talk. He can wrestle. He's got the look. If if Sting goes to to McMahon, uh, and I'm a big believer in this, uh, I agree with Flair. If Sting goes to McMahon, we talk about Sting the way we talk about Hogan. And we never talk about WCW either. Yeah. No, because truthfully, could, I, I mean, can you name a true? I, I say this about Cena all the time, right? Because of the because of the uh, the the anger towards him. But can you name me a truly truly bad Sting match? Because I can't. And don't get me wrong, that was him yeah. learning Jeff Hardy in TNA. <laughs> no, nothing that. Wasn't I was watching um because you know I was you know asking people watched about watched about Conan keeping it one hundred or one of the other um eighties eighty three weeks or Jim uh, Bruce Pritchard's a podcast. There was one they mentioned about one comment that he when he was battling with his demons, there was a match that he came in actually drunk one time in WCW and you then think? he just yeah, before he became the Crow Sting, I guess the really? prior to that he he was out for a while. Yeah, I gotta find that video and send it to you guys. Um, this is a video, more like a, an audio. Um, he, when he was battling his demons, prior became him being the Crow version. He literally had a same thing. What happened to Jeff Hardy? Came in drunk as hell and then just botched everything. Not Scott Hall botched it and faked it, but 
Yeah, like, he literally bought. Yeah, it. but that was sick of WCW taking yeah, advantage was, of Scott Hall's known drunk yeah. uh, drinking problem and have him come down with a cocktail and everything and stumbling and everything. Oh, that was horrible. When you go back to WrestleMania four though, and you look at this tournament, uh, the the you had Jim Duggan versus Ted DiBiase. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say the the, the matches are. At, no, but the matches are actually a who's who of kind of just a Hall of Fame. To a certain extent, yes. But a lot of these matches were really short-lived. Uh, DiBiase dug in went five minutes. Uh, Don Morocco, Dino Bravo went five minutes. Now, Dino well, Bravo, they, he's a story they, we can they, do a whole show on. They also had a uh, – but every match had a time limit. limit. Yeah. 15 minutes. Well, I think, the only one I, that, that went 15 minutes, though, was Jake Roberts versus Rick Rude. They went to a 15-minute draw. Now, you talk yeah. about Hall of Famers. Damn, yeah. that. That is, that is, that's, that's a match that could have been a finals match. Yeah. Could you that, imagine one of them walking out world champion? That would have been amazing. And here's my wonderful wife. Hello. Hi. Can you bring me another one of these when you get a chance? Thank you. Sorry. So, <laughs> um, I, I do agree with that, but you also had uh, what you had, uh, Butch Reed versus Butch uh, Reed Macho. versus Randy Savage. Yep, that was, in, that uh, was the first round. And I mean, one of the opening round matches was Greg Valentine versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. And Valentine oh. beat Steamboat in that. In yes. nine minutes. Yeah. And and they and they said that, that was actually one of the things was they were like, you know, sometimes ten minutes along into the match. They, they I remember I, I've I've watched this event so many times because of being there. I want I always wanted to watch it. But I remember Monsoon always saying some of these guys they wouldn't they wouldn't get going until seven or eight minutes into right. a match because right. back then you you know, you had to have a feeling out process. You didn't call an entire match in the back. Like no one did that. No, um you- you talk about yourself being there at WrestleMania, going back, watching it on the network. Have you ever got the chance to see yourself or, or no? No, I was, uh, I was not that close. So the, uh, it was kind of a funny situation. I was up. I'm actually watching it now. The funny thing is I'm watching the <laughs> battle Royal. He's uh, getting his so, research in. I love it. <laughs> so I was up on the, uh, like the second tier, kind of the second tier of things. Okay. And then there was like a first tier and then there was the floor. Uh, where I was originally, I remember I was on like the kind of the second tier of things. And then my uncle actually had bought a ticket down a little lower on the first tier. And I remember he brought me down for the Hogan Andre match because okay. Hogan Andre, come on, man. Like, I, you know, I got to see that match live and that's awesome. Double DQ in that match. Double, Double DQ. DQ. Neither of them walked away. Five minute yep. match. Um, it's safe to say it was not a WrestleMania three repeat. Very no, it was. It, it, well, no, it was not. But he still slammed them. Yeah. Well, they wanted he that did, pop. He they wanted that pop. Them. And uh, one of the things that Hogan did actually influences the main event later on, and that was he uh, suplexes Virgil out on the floor Virgil. after the match. Poor so guy. so DiBiase has to go out to the main event with uh with no Virgil and he ends up bringing out Andre as his backup plan. Right, that's right. That that is true. That's true. Now, which also it, brings out which has Macho send Elizabeth back into into locker room and grab Hogan. Mr. Protection right there. Mr. Jealousy of, of Elizabeth. Just going back to the first round though, we saw one big man versus big man match and that okay here is oh Thank that you, good, Josh. Uh, Josh is showing us the uh, Battle Royal with Bad News Brown. No and Bret Hart, Bret Hart destroys the, 
the, the trophy, trophy the too. beautiful trophy. That was a nice trophy too. What is he doing with the watch? Watch, right over his knee. Yep. Screw that shit. Oh no, no, I sent it down. But look how thick Bret Hart was back then. Like he was not yeah. toned. This was not at wow. all. No, well, I re- I remember watching an old. Uh, I-, I was watching the the Broken Skull thing. And oh, they were showing I missed it. that podcast. How was that? Was that good? It was. It was really good. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. really, really good. All, all the Broken Skull podcasts have been really good so far. And they really they, uh, I liked when he did Dean Ambrose. That, that was like Undertaker was great though. Have you seen that one? Uh, yeah, Steve. I'll I'll get you back to you in just a second. But talking about that Broken Skull Ranch podcast, when he did the one with uh, um, the Undertaker. Oh, I really I, loved it. I was so excited to watch it, and I forgot how the Undertaker, Mark, Mark Calway, actually sounds when he speaks when he's not doing yeah. the Undertaker voice. Because he's like, "Yeah, well, that was a weird match," and I'm like, "Whoa, wait a minute! What the hell's going on?" Yeah. Like, Where or, or, is or, this? <laughs> or, 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 or when they start drinking the Jack Daniels. That's oh, yeah. actually one of my favorite parts where he's like, I, "I wasn't sure if you drank or not." He's like, "Well, I don't drink as much." But when I do, I do. But every like, time, but every time he keeps on hitting, he goes, "Damn, that hits the spot." Damn, that hits. And he did yeah. like three shots throughout that entire podcast. And, 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 that was and there awesome. was, and there was no grimace on his face when he does it either. He just, he, he, he almost sips those shots. Like he's like, "This is delicious." Well, the the stories that he brought out about how much he used to be the saving grace. He goes, "We used to go down to the bars, and people would see us as wrestlers, and oh, I can take you, I can drink you under the table." And he's like. It's going to be a long night, boys. Let's go ahead and do it. And they would just do it. And yeah. I think he said it was the one, two, three kid. Uh, Walton, him and, yeah. That he, him, he had him the same one. That, was that, yeah, that's it. Yes, yes. That was such a great story. Oh, that was so amazing. And he's like Cypress Hill inviting them back to their room. They're smoking, drinking. And he goes, kid passes out. He goes, I'm still going. He goes, I literally had to pick him up and go, we're all done. Throw him on my shoulder and walk out with him. <laughs> Is crazy. Uh, looking back at the first round of this WrestleMania four tournament, though, we I'm, saw. I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but I just no. realized that the last four guys in this battle royal are yeah. Paul Roma, Bad News Brown, oh God, Junkyard man. Dog, and Bret Hart. Like Junkyard Dog. Oh, what a, what a yeah, he was what a four. What a four guys. And what's more is like you got to remember this is still kind of in that stage of wrestling where you had two black dudes in the finals. Like right, that's kind yeah. of nineteen. Yeah, that that's still kind of a big deal. And I mean, JYD drew more money than kind of anybody oh, at oh one my point. Oh God, name alone. Yeah, he used to sell merchandise too, though. Yeah. Um. But you okay? So so now just real quick, just a sidebar before we get back to this, you talk about um, African Americans being in the top spot, uh, top spot of the card. Um. You know, what year did um, Ron Simmons become WCW champion? I believe it was 93. Okay. 92 or 93. It was – so you still have – Right? What's that? He didn't have the gold belt. He had the WCW. No, he had, he the, had WCW the actual WCW belt. belt. Right. Yeah, the, the actual WC. He did not have the big gold belt. Uh, no. uh, Ric Flair still had the big gold at that point. That's when he trained. It was the NWA title. That was the NWA title. And then yeah. they, they held on to it. And then they turned it into what was known as the WCW International Championship. Yes. They had a which, whole different uh, – yeah, and everything like that. Which it was crazy. Flair and uh, – or not Flair. Uh, Rude and Sting feuded for for a minute. Right, and then Sting and then, won it, and then a clash of the Sting champions. They Sting unified and Flair it. unified it, and they just went back to the big gold. And they just got H- the big gold belt, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, because Hogan was coming back in, and there was no way Hogan was going to hold that WCW belt. He had to hold the big gold. 
So Ron Simmons became uh, world heavyweight champion in WCW in 1992. 1992. Yes. So th- there we go there. Uh, but that we tournament, go. we, saw Batman out, uh, we saw Bam Bam Bigelow versus One Man Gang. And they both. Bam, bam. Uh, actually, I'm sorry. Uh, one Man Gang advanced on a count out. A lot of people forget that Bam Bam Bigelow was actually a face in his early he was a face with his uh, with Oliver Humperdinck. Yes, was, that was his <laughs> yes. that was his manager. Um, right. It's well, even Bam Bam as a heel, it was always hard to boo him because oh, he had the tattooed head, and he just he just it was it, he was a monster, and it was easy to boo him off of looks and whatnot. But if you look. Uh, Bam Bam, I, I always say that Bam Bam falls under the uh, the Road Warrior theory that I have, which is the Road Warriors are heels. They're naturally right. heels. They mm-hmm. kick and they and they choke and they do and they wear spikes and they do whatever you need to do to win. But they don't back down from fights. And Bam Bam never backed down from a fight. He just didn't care whether the fans cheered him or not. Which it also works with the uh, kick in the head or in its. It's one of those things where it's it's what makes it easy to cheer for these guys sometimes is you're like, well, yeah, they choked and they, they eye gouged and they did whatever, but at no point did they ever back down from the fight. Totally agree, yeah. I mean, I mean, heels back in the day are completely different than they are nowadays. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, 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 it's definitely a 180 because heels have to be kind of – I mean, this was PG era, yes, but – yeah. It's way PG now, though. I think they were doing a lot worse in that PG era in the 1980s than they are now. Yeah. To be honest with you. Uh, second round, Hogan and Andre go to double DQ. Uh, DiBiase pins Don Morocco in five and a half minutes. No big shocker there. Uh, no, Greg Valentine. Good. That, that was the end of Morocco, too. So yeah, we, did, yeah. we, we were – if you were that, that was, anything else from that match, you were really bad. No. Oh, look at this. Okay, so so right now Josh has got on his screen Ted DiBiase taking on Jim Duggan. Now that's, that's that is also what I am watching. It also pissed, to it. It also pissed me off that Jim Duggan's theme music was Big John Studs. All they yeah. did was was add yes. to it. <laughs> that's all they added to it. it. Always pissed me off. Also, uh. uh um, Kurt Angle's entrance theme. You suck. That theme has been used for so many people leading up to Kurt Angle. Uh, it, it's 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 really weird how these themes a get lot of, around. Also, a lot of yeah. WWF slash E Divas shared music as well. Yeah. Because well, um, uh, what what was the other one? Uh, the the Teddy the, Long and this guy shared a theme music as well. What's his face? Um. It's like jazz. Remember, remember the WWF. Jazz. Oh, uh, jazz, jazz had uh, jazz had Rodney Mac. She was married to yeah. Rodney Mac. Yes, Rodney Mac. There you go. Wow. Wow. That, I remember that. Um, Rodney Mac. They got. They still have but, the same theme song. Oh yeah, and and if you notice, every time they do a wedding segment, they always use the same song. It's always yeah. that together that together song <laughs> that they used the first time for the Macho Man and Elizabeth. Match made in heaven, match made in hell, SummerSlam. Oh, absolutely. That is is still my favorite all-time pay-per-view, that one pay-per-view. No, really? SummerSlam 91. I can recite everything that happens in that pay-per-view because it was so amazing. 
I I have a soft spot uh, soft spot um, for uh, the very first pay per view I ever saw was SummerSlam '93 when it was the Lex Express taking on Yokozuna for the title. I and recall that one. Lex Luger wins by countout, and they drop the balloons, and they're playing the music, and they're lifting it up on his shoulders. Doesn't win the title. And now, at the time, I was like 12 years old, so I'm always like, yay. Now I look back at it, and I'm like, what the fuck was this all about? <laughs> this, this made no sense. This Why were they so happy about this? Oh, man. I have something to bring up, but we're going to have to do it when we talk about WrestleMania 10. But focusing on four here, uh, Valentine taking on Randy Savage. Great matchup between uh, really? a couple of Hall of Famers. Yeah, uh, re- really different. Uh, I think that was a Styles make matchup type match. Say it again. That was very much uh, like if, you, if how they always say with fighting and MMA and, and boxing. Okay. That was a that was a Styles make matches. Yeah. So you had two guys who were very very different and yet very very much the same. You right. had uh, you had Valentine who was very methodical and could. And stalked his opponents, and and, mm-hmm. and the whole thing from the hammer came from him dropping that heavy elbow drop. Originally, that was a scary son of a bitch. Valentine was a for a while. He, he was he was a tough tough man. I mean, I remember his match with the 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 dog collar match with with Piper, and mm-hmm. he he busted Piper's eardrum. And that, you know, and those, uh, I'm sorry too. This. I just watched uh, the the one move that DiBiase always did that I always loved that fist drop. I don't know why I love that move. Yeah, I don't know why, and I loved it even more when the Rockers did the double version of it off the top rope. Oh, the Rockers! If you want to watch a good doc, there's a good documentary on uh, the network about Shawn Michaels, um, and they interview Marty Jannetty in it, and he's a soul that I feel sorry for too. Marty Jannetty, that that that, yeah. that, that, that poor guy. You know, I mean, he had talent. Uh, Shawn just you know, just blew just him away. Blew him away. Yeah. Well, I mean, in, 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 in the ring, I think they were equally as good. It was it was once you put them on the microphone, because even if – Opposite. Yeah. Well, like, if mm-hmm. you even listen to Marty Jannetty interviews, half the time you can't understand what the hell he's saying. And then he cuts to Sean. Okay, we're going to go out there. We're going to do the Rockers do. We always rock. We rock. What do you think about this, Sean Michaels? And all of a sudden, Sean's like, thanks a lot, douchebag. Now I got to clean this up. All right, yeah. listen. Well, that, that's, uh, to, to go back to SummerSlam 91, that's like the, the match made in hell. All of a sudden, you've got, uh, you've got Hogan and Warrior doing an interview with me and Gene. And you can tell at the end, Hogan wasn't going to oh, do a second part to that promo. Right. But you can almost you can see the frustration on his face. Like he's like, I gotta save this goddamn thing now. That's, that's like the promo he did on um, Monday Night Nitro when when MWO was beginning, and then Scott and you could tell Scott and Nash were like, okay, you can't you can't do a heel a heel promo. You need to cut it off. I don't know if you watch it, it's when they were taping here in Florida out yeah. in G studio uh-huh. when like after he jumped ship and then when he flipped over to the heel side. Yeah, and, just, and you could tell watching the promo, you could tell like just rambling and rambling and rambling with the "Let me tell you something." No, you can't do that no more. You're a kid. Yeah. Oh, when the NWO thing started, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, and and he did that, and he did such that old school Memphis style heel promo, and that's the thing. They're like, no, no, we we don't we we don't want that. We want. Nash was about this. to walk away. Yeah, was, he he was like, this ain't gonna work. He's like, he's he's yeah. too he's too set up in his ways it. and everything like that. And you still saw it happen. Uh, semifinals, uh, DiBiase gets the buy-in because of the Hogan giant count-out. Uh, Randy Savage versus one-man game, nothing too 
talk too about because that was a DQ. Undercard matches, we saw uh, Beefcake Warrior. from a Honky Tonk oh, Man. For the IC title. For the IC title, yeah. and uh, Honky Tonk wins I, by DQ. He does win by DQ. I always thought this was uh, kind of a funny funny match for the, the wrestling title. Because think about it, the IC title is always the wrestling title. That was that was your workhorse title. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. I, I think I think Honky Talk Man is hands down a workhorse. There he is. <laughs> oh, there you go. Perfect timing. Look but, at that. But is but it, but Beefcake is 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 Beefcake really the wrestler? No, no. Beefcake is um, only there because he's friends with Hulk Hogan. Simple as that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and, and he was a body. I mean, don't get me don't get me wrong. I love Beefcake early on with. Great, uh, like now that I've gone back and watched it, him and Greg Valentine as the dream team. That was that was a really cool tag team, and I understood right. why they got the tag titles. Made perfect sense back then, but he's not a singles guy, though. He's he's not he's not what well, he is, but he's, he's a good just dark match a, guy. He he's a he's a good early mid card guy. Yeah, well, he's going uh, on. They really didn't have anywhere to squeeze him in. So yeah, he's not your he's not your IC title guy. He is he is definitely not your world title guy. Um, you know, he's, he's a tag, at the best, he's a tag team title guy. He's maybe, he's, he's a really good baby face to see if your heel can maybe get over. Every match on this card had title specifications to it. Even counting the first round matches, the quarterfinal, because they all led on to the final. Except, except for, exactly. War, Warrior and Hercules. Yeah, absolutely. What's, what's your take okay. on that? Four and a half minutes. Yeah, uh, you and you feel every minute of it. Two big guys. I mean, what two really big guys going on there. Two two really big guys, and and both of them are infamous for. And, and, and both, yeah. Earlier, yeah. Wow, look at that. And, and both of them are infamous for not being able to work very well. So, are we expecting a super stiff match? Like these guys um, are both like stiff as hell against each other. Or? Hell. It, it was it was pretty stiff and and it uh they they both moved like I don't think they were stiff in the sense that they threw potatoes at each other mm-hmm. like they weren't hitting each other super hard right other than the fact that there was a lot of freaking clotheslines in that match yeah yeah and they were and they were both I'll count them they, for you they they were they were <laughs> yeah they they were stiff in the sense that they were stiff like they were stiff moving it was so like was watching city. yeah it was like watching two RC cars move. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> now, you know, right, right, it, it was like you had to move it forward to move it back and then move it back to move it forward. It, that's exactly what that match was like. But the Warrior was kind of brand new to the Federation at this point here. So he was. I, I don't he, even think he ran to the ring in that match. He's coming off of used to being a tag team wrestler now. Well, Sting, right? Into, right. He you know, was, into, but he had, he had started his single run already. He, okay. yeah, I think he'd been around almost a year at this point. Yeah, wasn't he like okay. the Dingo Warrior? At, he was like, the Dingo w- Warrior. W- the Dingo Warrior, he my God. Warrior. And, and no that one knew like a what, episode. No one knew what a Dingo <laughs> was. They're like, what, what's a Dingo? What's a Dingo and why are you a Dingo Warrior? Like, it would have been – Not from Australia. It, yeah, it would have been not, great he's if – He's from Queens, New York. It would have been great if, yeah. if, if that Seinfeld episode had been out first about the dingo eating your baby, and then he became the dingo warrior, and his catchphrase was, maybe the dingo ate your baby. And that would have been like his whole catchphrase to end every promo. The crowd would have popped and everything like that. Oh, that would have been awesome. If, if, if you really watch, watch this card, though, there is a lot of big man, big man matches, truthfully. Yeah. 
The Islanders watched, versus the British Bulldogs. That's another big one uh, there, too. That, that match was amazing. It was the British Bulldogs and Coco Beware versus the Islanders and, and Bobby Heenan. It was a six-man match. Oh, that's right. And then they got so much time with Bobby Heenan if they lost. Isn't that what the speculation was? <laughs> well, it was it, – part of it was them uh, – they kidnapped – the, the, the Bulldog, yeah, Matilda. Matilda, yes, yes. Now, 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 this was towards the end of Bobby Heenan's in-ring in stuff, though, because yeah. – um, Yeah, he, I don't think he wrestled again after that. Or he or he did one or two things with the uh, with the weasel suit. But light, other than that – Light touches, though. Light yeah. touches. Because but, uh, if you remember when he went to WCW, he had the no-touch clause, and, and Brian yeah. Pillman forgot about it. And during a match, he goes up and he grabs Bobby Heenan from behind. And you hear Bobby Heenan. This was during, like, I think it was a Clash of the Champions. Bobby yeah. Heenan on a hot mic goes, what the fuck is wrong with you? And he takes the headset off and he rips it off. Yeah. He left ringside, comes back, and then he apologizes. He composes himself. And Tony Schiavone, sometimes being the asshole that he is, kind of calls him out on it and everything. Tony Schiavone is a great announcer, but I think sometimes he takes his kayfabe a little too far. A little bit, yeah. Uh, just, just, just a little bit. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's doing a wonderful job in AEW right now, and God bless him. I mean, he's back in the business and everything like that. So. And, and, the, and the fact that he has to kind of save us from Jim Ross apparently right now, who is not Jim Ross anymore. Jim Ross is, is horrible. Oh, Jim, Jim Ross is the piece of skin that used to be Jim Ross. He's a shell. Uh, yeah, if anything, he, he's a shell. Yeah. Of it. Actually, um, uh, talking about Tony Schiavone. They, they, they used to have this thing on the web. I think they still have it where you pay the celebrity like fifteen dollars and they say whatever message you want, type of deal. Yeah, yeah, really? uh, yeah, yeah. I forgot the name of it, but I had sent fifteen dollars to uh, uh, Tony Savani because I wanted him to repeat what he said at Bash of the Beach '93 when, I'm sorry, no, uh, '96 when Hogan turns and he goes, Hulk Hogan, you can go to hell. And I wanted him to say to me, Mike Worst, you can go to hell that same way. And I paid the money and I got refunded because his account got suspended because you're not supposed to share these videos with anybody once you get them. And uh, somebody had paid him like 30 bucks to say, fuck her in the pussy, fuck her in the pussy, fuck her in the pussy. And somebody went live with it and sent it out and his account got got canceled so i was really upset tony shivani if you ever hear this i love you you were my voice for so many years on the wcw <laughs> side he i mean he, like i said he took kayfabe a little too far sometimes i don't blame him for the whole oh that'll put butts in the seats with 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 nick foley and everything like that but he was the voice of monday nights from 1996 until 1999 for me and everything and just every single broadcast and one of the greatest nights in the history of wrestling. You're in the parking lot of the You're Disney the Hollywood Georgia, Studios. Right? No, 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 no. You're in the yeah, parking oh. lot of the Disney Hollywood Studios. I waited in line for four hours, didn't pay to get into that show. I got there. I was sitting ringside. When I get home, I'm watching it on videotape because that's what we used to have to do at the time. You know, you have to record yep. it on VHS and everything like that. There, there, there was no TiVo. And you would get there and – an, an audience of maybe, I would say, maybe like 3,500 people, give or take. I'm actually yeah. kind of being nice with 3,500. I was going to say, I remember, I remember that first one where, uh, where Mysterio won the Cruiserweight title against Malenko. Yeah, they were there for like three or four weeks. And then there was the one where the NWO attacked them, and they picked yeah. up Rey Mysterio and, they, and, and they, picked, them. they picked them up and threw them through the – Right, right the into trailer. one of the, the – Yeah, the, I remember that. And everything. Oh. 
And then the following week, I was there on vacation. I was living up in New Jersey at the time. And I remember thinking, oh, this is awesome. The NWO is going to come back again. No NWO that week. I was so pissed. All they sent was a wreath with black flowers saying, rest in peace, WCW. And Stinger's like, I think we're alive and well. And Hulk Hogan, I mean, uh, it's not Hulk Hogan, uh, uh, Luger's out there with him. And all Luger ever knew how to do to pump crowds up was, was to just was clap his hands and pump his arm. And that's all he would do. He would, he would clap and pump. And everybody was like, yay. Now, Lex Luger, <laughs> another guy we can have an entire show about, but I feel he had a better WCW career than anything. Yes. Yeah. I definitely, I mean, well, and a lot of people before, uh, this is well before Ron Simmons won the, the world title. People don't remember the heel Luger right. going into uh, winning the world title when Flair left and they were going to run with the, Wyndham originally. And they made that horrible belt where they soldered a piece of steel over something yeah. that said Florida Championship or something yeah. like that. Oh, my oh, God. But he, but, he, but he held that title for a minute and he had a lot of was, – was that say, the title? Say, say, say what you will about Luger. I do remember him having good matches. I mean, don't get me wrong. The people he had matches with were part of the reason why he was having these good matches. Right, yes. But Luger had feuds for almost a solid year Okay. with Rick Steiner because Scotty was on the shelf and Ron Simmons. Okay. And I think someone else. I think there were three guys in there that he had a feud Wyndham. with all throughout. Wyndham, Wyndham. I think. Wyndham. Yeah, uh, and this was before because Wy- Wyndham ended up transitioning into a tag team spot with Dustin Rhodes. At that point, Greg Valentine versus Ricky Steamboat up on the screen right now, amazing. Um, now going back to what this we talked about wrestling. earlier, that well, yeah, yeah, that that was. I mean, this is when it was actually I more mean, about the wrestling. I, than the theatrics. I mean, what 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 bad thing could you ever say about Ricky the Dragon Steamboat? Truthfully, um, just that he got screwed over on a horrible gimmick. Yep. He got screwed over with that with that steam uh, the dragon. What, the gimmick, dragon was, yeah, oh, yeah. Then they he used to he walk out with his kid and everything like that. Just, that yeah. That's the one right here. He, like, he walked out, he, he walks out with his kid here. But so the funny thing is, is when he comes back as the dragon. Jesus Christ, I hate that thing. But <laughs> the, uh, he had a he had a series, uh, especially leading after '91 with that SummerSlam match. There was a series of matches that he had with Paul Roma. Right. And if you ever want to watch a textbook athletic wrestling match, watch Ricky Steamboat versus Paul Roma. You will see the most beautiful drop kicks and arm drags you have ever seen in your oh, entire life. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, from both of them. Both of them are doing it. And, and Roma plays the cocky heel perfectly. And Steamboat plays that sympathetic face perfectly. And every, every pinfall, you're like, oh, my God, one of them's going to get it. Oh, my God, one of them's going to get it. Like, yes, they usually ended the match with that flying cross body. But at the same time, you were kind of like, hey, any one of these moves can end this match, including a simple-ass scoop slam. And Rumble goes on to do that power and glory thing, too. Right? Was that where that that was? That was that was that was during that time. That was uh, that was during the the power and glory. I think that was pre uh, pre horseman Roma. Just to go back to Lex Luger real quick. Earlier we had talked about um, transition champions, and we said that during uh, uh, DiBiase's time they really didn't have transition champions. What about Luger? Do you think when the WWE had 
Luger in 93, I'm oh, sorry, 92 through 90, what was it, like uh, 95? 90, yeah, I think so. 95. Couldn't they have, like, put in... the strap on him at least once? I thought they were going to, honestly. Uh, I, re- I really believed it, and, I mean, I was a kid, obviously, but I, re- I, re- but I really thought he was the – he was uh, he was the guy that I thought was the second coming of Paul Hogan oh, at the time. Everybody did huge huge shoes to fill there. Huge shoes to fill. But but you have to look at the guys that they tried to get to fill those shoes. Lex Luger, well there there's a wash. Before that was Warrior. You know yeah. you look at the like the smartest thing they did was go in a completely opposite direction and put Hart. it on Hart. But truthfully, what they were still trying to do was Phil the Hogan shoes. You look at the guy that they really tried to fill him with, and it was a terrible idea because he is absolutely not that guy, and that was Diesel. He tried. They they tried to fill the Hogan shoes with Diesel. Another show we could spend three hours on. Yeah, Diesel was the, I'm just doing this for the little truckers, guys. No, you're not. You're doing it for Kevin Nash. You're Kevin Nash LLC. That's what you're doing it for. And it's a much more believable gimmick that you're doing this for the money, and it always was. Well, that's why when when you watch all these documentaries about when he signed over with WCW, Scott Hall was actually the one who got signed first. And Scott Hall said to him, I was given a good piece of information. You want to make friends or you want to make money? And he goes, I've already made enough friends. So, Yeah, Chief J. Strongbow said it to him. Right, that's it. Yeah. All right, just to wrap up WrestleMania 4, the last match of the night for the title – a 10-minute match for the world title, which is kind of weird. I mean, but then again, they had 16 matches. Yeah, they had, they, they had a lot of a lot of card. Two mm-hmm. Hall of Famers right here, Ted DiBiase, Macho Man Randy Savage. I hate – it's don't get me wrong, good match. I hate the fact that Hogan had to put himself in this, though. Hated the fact. Just like Hogan the one he did in all the Hogan, right. I mean, why couldn't Hogan just let Savage have a nice, clean win? You know, this was this was Savage's first oh my God. I'm uh, gonna cut championship. Some, like, I'm yeah. sorry. But yeah, I ahead, remember I, Demolition was actually in this in this WrestleMania. Demolition versus Strike Force. Demolition versus Strike Force. And Strike Force was like the Rockers. Go ahead. Yeah. Strike Force was kind of like the Rockers before the Rockers. How did I miss that one? I'm sorry. How did I miss that one? Jesus. Yeah, Stri- Strike Force versus Demolition. Uh, really, really good. That was a really good tag team match, I remember. And uh, I remember Ventura used to uh, saying during the match that because at the time, Strike Force had won the titles off of the Hart Foundation of all teams. Right. And they put, and it was off of the Boston Crab, off of uh, Rick Martell putting the Boston Crab on. Uh, I think Nightheart, actually, of all people. And they said that he, they didn't think that he could get the Boston Crab even on the two guys from Demolition because they were so big. So going back to the final match here, though, Million Dollar Man, Macho Man, Hogan has to intervene. He throws the chair in or he he hits DiBiase with the chair. I know there was a chair involved. Like I, for, I, I yeah. forget exactly how Hogan was involved. Takeaways from that final, does – Hogan getting involved in that hurt Randy Savage being a champion, or does it make him more of a true champion because he had Hulk Hogan backing him there? Like, like, what's your takeaway as far as that goes? 
sorry, I'm watching the Valentine Steamboat match too, and no, I just watched cool. the, no, the, cool. the, the, the 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 pull up from the from the ropes. Oh, when, when he botched, and then he tried to do the. Uh, no, when he, no, no, no. After that, when when he's got the the, yeah. the old school spot where he grabs his legs, and Watch. Steamboat's got the ropes, and he pulls him up for the. For, for the pull-up, and you just see Steamboat go about seven feet high and come down on the mat, and I'm like, ah. My my but, eyes just got wide because you said botches, and I'm like, oh, my God, we could do a whole show on botches. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, Find let's, your let's favorite botches, bring them in. Anybody listening, anybody listening, no send your favorite botches to me, Michael J. <laughs> Works at Hotmail.com. We will talk yeah, about them. I'll, I'll, send, I'll send you my first match. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it'll – Trust me, it'll end up being the entire night of Sin Cara. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Which one, though? Which one? Yeah. I, I, I said, I said what I said. Which one? I, I said what I said. I said my <laughs> <laughs> oh, if, awesome. if you're If you're wearing that mask, it involves botches. It's um, a cursed mask. It's a cursed it mask. It's simple as that. It, it's kind of it's it's like, it's like, it's like teaming with Cesaro. No, it's like having Von Erich as your last name. You're pretty much fucked to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, to, so to get back to, to Macho winning the title. Yes. Um, Does it make him more of a champion because he had Hogan help him or less or what? I don't think it's either way. Unfortunately, Macho's title reign is effed no matter what. Um, because okay. Hogan never legitimately lost the title. So no matter what, as much as he's not, he's a paper champion. He never beat the real champ. True. doesn't matter that this whole tournament goes on. Everyone is still seeing Hulk Hogan. Which explains as, his job. Yeah. Everyone sees Hogan as the champ. He's, it, even after the Andre match, if you look, the biggest pop of the night is Hogan. It's not Macho winning the title. It's Hogan posing say, without yeah. the belt. He said. And, and that's in the middle of the card. That's That's – you know, sit what six matches in? Uh, Hogan versus uh, Andre is maybe four to six matches in. Uh, Hogan versus Andre. That's that's oh, the ninth. That was a that's the ninth match. All right, ninth so not, the, halfway through but, the card, but, but ninth out of sixteen. So you're literally smack dab in the middle of the card, and you're the first. You're the start of the second round, and they've already been up and down with. You know, Steamboat and Valentine and DiBiase Robert and Duggan, right, yeah. Robert Roode. Like, you've had, you've had some really spectacular matches, mm-hmm. even if they are short. But you get Hogan and Andre, and you get Hogan doing his thing and being Hogan. And, you know, say, say what you will about him. He popped a crowd like no one else. But this is what happens when you have these – like that's the difference between today's wrestling fan versus back then. Today's wrestling fan obviously is so much more educated thanks to the advancement of the internet, which all started about 1997 with the Monday Night yeah. Wars and everything. Back then it was, we're going to spoon feed you this guy. You have to like him. You have to cheer for him because that's yeah. you weren't allowed to make your own mind up at that point there. No, that's uh, true. But but also yeah. to to their credit, I will say this. The older wrestling fan just enjoyed wrestling. Good point. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes. They weren't so nitpicky no, about everything that is. No, yeah. No, no one. No one thought they were too cool for school, and no one thought they were smarter than the business. Yeah. And good point. and I think I've said this to you, Mike, before. Is you know we can badmouth Vince McMahon all day long, and people do. But the fact of the matter is, does that guy have a more winning track record or a more losing track record? 
Oh, winning. <laughs> Come on. I mean, look at him. You know, he's the, he, he is the man. He's a billionaire. And he's a billionaire off of a business that people thought there was no such thing as going to be a billionaire for. Well, they were all wrong. So WrestleMania 4 goes down, in the opinion of a lot of people, as one of the worst WrestleManias ever. Your thoughts on wow. that? Josh, uh, talk you off here. Yeah. Um, I mean, I enjoyed it because it's old school. I mean, but it, it's not the best. Right. But, I mean, I don't, I won't say it's the worst, to be okay. honest. Right. I mean, we've um, seen 35 editions of WrestleMania. Let's put it on a top 10 scale. Does it fall I mean, in your top 10 it or is it outside the top 10? Six. Okay. I mean, just because Macho Man is my favorite and he won the title, yeah. But other than, you know, just because I'm a mark off of that. But other than that, I mean, it wasn't the best, but it was decent. It wasn't the worst, though. I feel like there's there's a worse one. So you give it good ratings because Macho Man walked away with the title. Yes. Okay. Just so to, just to just to try to have just to try for just to try to have the fans to forget about Hogan just because of that whole change. Well, then know, we're gonna have to talk about WrestleMania eight then again soon when uh, Savage walks away after beating Flair. Steve, WrestleMania four, where does it rank for you? I mean, obviously, I have a soft spot in my heart because I was there. Um, I don't think it's one of the worst by any means. I think um, I think it ranks. I think people rank it lower because they're conditioned to see this giant spectacle. I think the one thing they did wrong was this was a WrestleMania that was made for businessmen, not for wrestling fans. If you look at the front row of this, it's Donald Trump, his wife. Most of the Trump executives are sitting right there. You can actually see them on the hard camera right there. Right. Yeah. Uh, that that was that was more important and getting kind kind of like getting the 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 Saudi money. It was more important to get the Trump money than it was to put on the show at a wrestling venue, uh, a Madison Square Garden, a uh, a Boston Garden, a you know uh, someplace in LA, someplace in Florida. Someplace that was known to be a hot wrestling place. I just have one question. How many WrestleManias was in Atlantic City? Because I do remember. Two, a, two in a row. Four and five. Two in a row. Four and five. Four and five. That's okay. So that's what I was going to say, Steve. Yeah, just everything you were saying there led them all right back there again in WrestleMania five. Yeah. Um, where we, we got to see Hulk Hogan versus Macho Man. The mega powers explode was the uh, tagline right. for that. Um, where where I rank this, um, I don't rank it bad. I don't think it's it's the worst. I think what people didn't like was the fact that there was a tournament taking place throughout the entire event. So you had a lot of shorter matches. It felt like the Survivor Series, what you're saying, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. 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 There was a lot of moving parts, and I think there's a lot of. But if you look at the overall quality of these matches, they're they're good. I mean, they can't not be with who you have. That's well, you the problem. So many, it, you had so many Hall of Famers facing off against each other. They, I, I mean, mean, they were I, only given so much time. They, they had to do something good, and they did the best with what they were given. I mean, out of out of the sixteen matches, and out of what is it? You got eight guys, twelve uh, guys to, to start off with for the for the tournament. For the actual tournament, it, it, hey, it, it wasn't. Ag- Remember her? Uh, Two, three, four, five, uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve. Twelve guys to start off with. Yeah. Out of those 12 guys, if you count them down, what, 10 of them? At least 10 of them are Hall of Famers? Uh, Jim Duggan? Yeah, he's, he's Duggan. one. He's I think, I, I think, I think, uh, I think one-man gang isn't. 
Morocco is right. Morocco is. So you got Bravo. You got nine Bravo's out of 12 not. guys. Yeah. You got nine out of 12 guys because Bam Bam, Bravo and one man gang are all not. And if you really got into it, can you say that those, uh. I mean, maybe not Bravo, but Bam Bam and Everything. One Man Gang could be. I gotta go make of, one. I didn't That's ask, the reason I came in here. I didn't ask you. I didn't even text you. I mean, it's a good woman right you, there, buddy. She is. I love oh her. wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Butch Butch Reed is also sorry, in there. So eight. So yeah. eight eight out eight eight out of twelve guys. And eight if you really look, bad. yeah. And if you really look, at least three out of the four that aren't, including Butch Reed. I'll I'll put Butch Reed in there because Butch Reed was a monster. Oh. I think. And and. An amazing tag team oh, wrestler. He didn't had he had a big run in, in the WWF, right? But he didn't. That was he when he it. was uh, was the the natural. I think he was the natural Butch Reed then. Yeah. Not, not, okay, that's right. Not uh, not hacksaw Butch Reed. He was hacksaw Butch Reed for a while. He was the natural Butch Reed, and then him and Ron Simmons formed Doom. Excuse me. I'd like to talk yeah, about. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, welcome to married life, pal. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I mean, truthfully, if you look at those guys, almost all those guys are Hall of Famers in my mind. Oh yeah, no, that's there's there, so there's, so there. I think WrestleMania four just 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 gets a bad vibe because they tried to squeeze a tournament into what's supposed to be the biggest event of the year, and at the yeah. same time, this was the biggest tournament that they could possibly put together. I wish that. Maybe they could have focused it more on the tournament and not have these other matches say, hey, you know what? We're not going to have an IC title match. We're not going to have an Ultimate Warrior match. Or or realistically, I think they should have started the tournament in the second round. They should have had like a Saturday night's main event beforehand to have the first round of the tournament. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Get in there where you're going to have Hogan, Andre, DiBiase, Morocco, Valentine Savage, One Man Game. On his buy and everything, yeah, I, you could definitely make a lot with that. You could have probably fit in the Rockers here and there, you know, against. Uh, I don't know. think the Rockers were even in there yet. Actually, they were part of the um, Battle Royal, weren't they? No, they weren't. Uh, the Killer Bees were. The Killer Bees. That's what I was thinking of. Okay, oh, watch out. Yeah, the, uh, the Rockers made their WrestleMania debut the next year at five against. Uh, that's right, because Shawn Michaels. Uh, the pow- yeah, against the Powers of Pain. Because Shawn Michaels, if you count his time with the Rockers, he was the first match of WrestleMania 5, 6, 7, 8, and 9. Yes. Which, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to move from one area of gambling to the other coast with Las Vegas. (laughs) With probably what is the worst WrestleMania that a lot of people say, and I disagree with, WrestleMania (laughs) 9. WrestleMania 9. We're going to talk about that in just a few seconds. Before we take a quick break, I want to thank a couple of our sponsors. First, Puzzles Entertainment. Puzzles Entertainment. I work for them. We do trivia in Central Florida. Check out Puzzles Entertainment on Facebook for a list of our upcoming shows. Oh, yeah. I do shows personally Tuesdays and Wednesday nights at our second sponsor, Four Corners Tavern. Right there, Four Corners Tavern, 8250 Champions Gate Boulevard in Davenport, once all this shit with the virus has settled down, we're going to be open and we're going to put together a great show. I'm Mike. I'm with Josh and Steve, and we are taking a quick break talking about WrestleMania. When we come back, WrestleMania Nine. I'll be back in just a few moments. Come to make my own damn drink. Tired of watching you guys drink. 
Steve. He still made. He still got a recording. <laughs> I'm gonna. Te- I should text him to tell him to like stop recording for now. Oh, um. <laughs> he still has it on record. Oh man. I do have to admit, I miss listening to Gorilla Monsoon. Oh yeah, call matches. It's like, I mean, kind of wish I was a little. I was born earlier, but I mean, I guess like when 1990, that 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 was the peak of like everything, in my opinion. Once that shit hit, that's when everything started to roll. So I realized we're talking about manias. Seriously, if you uh, if you get a free moment, watch that uh, SummerSlam '91. If nothing else. The announced that's the one with the you said that's when Macho Man and Elizabeth got married, right? That's where they, yeah, that's yeah, where I they remember get married. That. That's when um Jake the Snake at, Robert at, pulled the snake out and bit his ass. Yeah, after the uh, after the show, he was uh, the snake was the present, and they uh, but if you ever watch it, the, the announced team, listen to this announced team it's Gorilla Monsoon, Bobby the Brain Heenan, and Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yes, that that was a good trio, that was a really good trio. Right now, I'm just watching WrestleMania 10. <laughs> watching uh, Owen and Brett. I remember this. Actually, I have this on. I still have the VHS for this one. I uh, so I actually had the VHS for this WrestleMania four, and mm-hmm. they were uh, it was a two it was a two cassette VHS set. You had to you had to watch two of them. And it, and I remember it stopped halfway through a match. <coughs> it did? Yeah. I didn't know that. There we go, WrestleMania 10. Hey, oh, you hey. drinking Tito's? Of course you're going to drink Tito's. <laughs> you know why? It's because he Who's ran... online with you guys? Steve, Denise's cousin. Oh. The, um, the indie wrestler. The one I was talking to at the party. Gotcha, gotcha. And I was like, oh shit, I, I, I trained with the Massimoans and stuff. All right, sorry uh, about that. I had to take a pit stop and like refill. You gotta go for the Tito's run. Oh my God, that was a drug handle. It's like all we got left. No, I'm kidding. Um, I had bought a bottle of Patron, like little things, on Tuesday night, and I finished three quarters of it on Tuesday night. I had two shots left last night. Megan's like, I'm not impressed. I'm like, oh well. Oh, you're not impressed. <laughs> I'm like, you should be impressed, and I'm still walking. All right. What are you eating? That looks good. Pizza. Pizza. Thin crust. Pizza. Ooh. Papa John's. I. No, I, no I Papa may, Guido here. Pizza Hut. Oh, there you go. I may, I, I, I may, I may have snuck about four slices of Jersey pizza back home with me when I flew home. <laughs> oh, dude, when I, when I went to New York. You about bagels. I, I snuck her two slices. I, 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 no, no, I, 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 I did for my girlfriend. She was like, I want two bagels. So I was like, I will bring you four. That's fine. See? Bagels. That's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the same thing I did with Candace. I got her I got her six bagels of everything bagels, and then I got her two slices of pizza from New York. Just took it on the plane. I was scared that they weren't let me going to take it, but they the let one me. One thing I miss about living down here is good food. Yep. We ordered Papa John's yeah, I mean, last I, night. Megan and I were doing our Star Wars puzzle. Megan's like, you just want to get pizza? I'm like, yeah, okay, why not? It was like a fucking drug deal. 
They literally I read, I read, I read, I read, on your porch. The girl was leaning against my car, which is about like seven feet away from our front door. The pizzas are on the front porch. With my own pen, I signed the slip. And then with the pen, I moved the slip to her bag. I picked the pizzas up and I'm like, this is pathetic. She's like, yeah, I know. We had to wipe the boxes down and everything like that. It's just crazy, crazy times. Oh, but Candace, Megan says hello. And um, I know you guys Hi, all Megan. work. She's actually dyeing her hair right now. Oh. She wants me to cut she her hair. Do Fancy. She Megan, do go, Megan goes to me. She goes, after I get done dyeing oh. my hair, you're going to cut it for me. I'm like, oh, yeah, no. I'm like, no, that ain't happening. This, this is a bad plan. He's going right? to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Do your research. I like this. Oh, yeah. Gorilla Monsoon. I can get used to this. My first time in a toga. I can get. No, yeah. that's what. Uh, I was gonna say. I've got, I, yeah, I've got. Uh, hey, this, I've got. I, remember, I, I got. I got Bobby Heenan riding backwards. Is this? Oh. The, uh, I remember this one. With, um, the Gonzalez. What's his name? Giant, giant, giant Gonzalez giant. versus. Yes. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I haven't officially started it yet. I have to edit all this stuff out, so give me a second. <laughs> all right, give me a second. All right, and uh, three. I do not two. know. I do not own any of these videos that are played from the WWE Network. Just we don't, I, we don't. Entertainment we purposes don't. only. Entertainment purposes only. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Mike. We're still here on Sunday night. It's about 9 o'clock. We're doing WrestleMania chat tonight. We just talked about WrestleMania 4. Now we're going to move on to WrestleMania 9. So tonight, we're talking about the WrestleManias that people consider to be the worst. We really didn't think 4 was a bad one. But we're going to talk about one that I'm sure people... Now, again, my personal opinion, like this one. A lot of people don't like it. I, WrestleMania I, I, 9 I from do like the Arena. Palace. I, the, do, the, I do like I do like first outdoor WrestleMania, very first and, outdoor and WrestleMania. I have a feeling that we'll be back in Las Vegas after they finish building the Raiders Stadium. FYI, oh, abs oh absolutely, it might be right after LA. And we're gonna take advantage of all these brand new. Yes. Oh yeah. But WrestleMania oh, yeah, Nine was the first one that was ever held at the, uh, outdoors, Out Caesar's yeah. Palace. Um, now, Royal Rumble '93, we saw. Before the Royal Rumble started, we had Caesar and Cleopatra come out before, and they gave their royal decree and everything like that, which led to everything coming back here at this point now. Is that what you got? To, yeah, here you go. There, there you, go. you go. There it is. See? Perfect. Perfect. Caesar. Now, and, and now I've got, Nine gets a bad rap. I disagree with that. I How think WrestleMania 9 was well done. WrestleMania 9 was going on through the company in a really, really weird time. Did, uh, real the whole quick, steroid thing. Yeah, go ahead. Before we, we, we continue about this, this does have a similar ending to WrestleMania 4 when Hogan comes out and, and helps but, da, da, the baby fan. We'll get around to that. Oh, okay. I, I love Hogan. It out. I, I love Hogan, but I hate him. <laughs> Let's put it that way. And WrestleMania Nine, WrestleMania Nine makes me hate Hogan. Simple as that. I'm just thinking um, the fact that this is the second time they did that within within less with less less, less with, than two uh, and and and, with, and with with a guy that they considered the new Randy Savage of all people. Yeah, right. right. And what was even more fucked up about this too is okay. Vince McMahon, not in the commentary booth. Why? Steroid issue going on. Um, Macho Man is in the booth, which I, I hated. Macho Man should have still been wrestling at this point here. If you're going to allow Hogan to still be wrestling, why not Macho Man? 
And that's what he got pissed off about, too, is the fact that he felt like he was getting held back. Yeah, despite of the injury and him. It was after WrestleMania. Down. Actually, no, it was after SummerSlam 94 when he yeah, finally yeah. said, you know what? I'm done. I'm going over to WCW. They're going to give me yeah. some, 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 some ring time. So I'm, I'm, I'm watching the opening match, and it's uh, Michaels versus Tatanka. Wasn't well, this match on the card. Yeah, wasn't Tatanka still undefeated at this point? Yes, he was. And yes. Tatanka's going to win this match by countout. By countout, yes. Yes. So I uh, I have a special place in my heart for Chris Chavis, unfortunately. Hang on, hey, hang on one one second, Steve. Josh, if if you watch this part here, okay, it, it just happened. Rewind back a little bit. When Savage is coming down the aisle on that caravan, he's right. got those those little fringe things on his arm. Somebody reaches out and like holds on to try to tear it off of his suit, and you can see Savage just tense up and he rips his oh, arm away. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, like he got pissed. I'm, you can I'm tell on, that he gets I'm pissed. X, I'm doing it on Xbox. Hold on. Who has Xbox? I do. I'm, I Who mean, doesn't have Xbox? PlayStation oh, Four. There he is. There he yeah. is. There he is. He's pulling it. Okay, can you yeah, put the I camera on your TV so we can all see it? That would be nice. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> of course, yeah, hold on. It's, it's, it's like, oh, of course, yeah, 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 I got you. Okay, I get up close up for that picture. Vince McMahon, steroid era. First time Hogan's back in a while because okay. of steroids. All right, hold on. Press it again, it just went on. We're going to get around to Hogan's black eye, too, at some point. <laughs> I remember that. We'll talk about that. We'll experience some technical difficulties. Hold on. Okay, so as you no, get no, no. this queued up, though, first match, Tatanka versus Shawn Michaels. Now, Steve, you were saying that you have a soft spot for Tatanka? I do. Uh, so Chris Chavez, Tatanka, first of all, I think he's uh, – I, I think even at the time he was a little underrated. He's uh, he's a bigger dude if you look at him. He's, he's looking – I think yeah. he's in that 230 range at the time. Yeah. Uh, he's a little shorter. He's probably about Michael's height, it looks like. Right. But he put on some really, really good matches, and uh, a lot of that was – There it is, right there. There it is, America. Right there. Boom. Yeah, he got pissed. He pulls it. Okay. I'm sorry, Steve. Go but, ahead. Go but ahead. Uh, Tatanka, for those who don't know, is a, uh, is a Monster Factory guy. He's uh, a what? He tra- he's a Monster Factory guy, same as Bam Bam Bigelow, yeah. which was oh, why it was so – Oh, okay. Wow. That's news to me. All right. No, no, he, no, he trained at the Monster Factory with, like, Bam Bam Bigelow and Big Show and Sheamus and okay. nine million other guys that have come through the same halls that I have. Interesting. So uh, if you look, that's why if you ever watch Tatanka matches, yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're, he, he has very much a big man style. But if you look, it's a, this, like, athletic big man style. Like, he, he throws scoop slams and stuff like that. But he, he can move, and he does a lot of things that are kind of surprising. And it was always shocking that Larry Sharp was able to train guys like that because that wasn't how Larry Sharp wrestled. Right. He was, he was very much the classic pretty heel, even though he wasn't pretty. He was Buddy Rose before Buddy Rose was Buddy Rose. Right. And uh, – so I always kind of had this little soft spot. And, I mean, I had a soft spot in my heart for Tatanka when I was 10 years old anyway. I thought the red mohawk was fucking awesome. Absolutely. I don't, oh, I did too. I, you know, like, I, I, I remember getting my mom to approve that I could do it. And she's like, you really want that? You can have it. And, <laughs> and, and, and my mom knowingly me going, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't do that. Um, um, so, so now we're, 
we're seeing Tatanka Shawn Michaels. Shawn is the intercontinental, tri- uh, intercontinental champion at this point here. Uh, he's been away That's from Marty Jannetty now since uh, WrestleMania 8, so just before then. Um, well, here comes, here comes yes. Bobby Heenan backwards on the camel. How well is Shawn Michaels adjusting to singles life at this point? I mean, obviously you can say, well, he's got the intercontinental title, so obviously he's doing great. But it takes a lot to earn that intercontinental title. The intercontinental title back in this time. Now I'm not talking about I mean, nowadays because nowadays it it it, it, it means they changed the belt. It shouldn't count. It's just whatever here taking. But it, but it. the meaning behind the belt has changed so much. When you were the intercontinental title holder, that meant you were going to be on every Raw, every Superstars, every pay per view. You're like, like, it's like, it was like you a were the workhorse. Yeah, it was. It was. It was, it was version it, it, of the TV title. Yes. Yeah. It, it was. It was. Yeah. It was. It was the workhorse title. Um, so if you look, if you look at the guys that held it before him, I mean, you can go back to Macho. You had Macho, and then Steamboat, and then Honky, and then you had Warrior. But then, yeah, Warrior had it for a little while. But if you look at who Warrior dropped it to, he dropped it to Rick Rude. He also dropped to himself at one point too. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Well, and, uh, and then, but, but then if you look, who who gets it after Rude? It's uh, what's it called? Uh, Mr. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect gets it, and Perfect yeah. holds it for ever, basically, until he eventually drops it to Perfect. Speaking to, of uh, Perfect, uh, I, I'm sorry. He he lost it for a very short time span when he lost it to uh, uh, Kerry Von Erich, who. There's no disrespect in losing to Kerry Von Erich. He's the technician. No, not at all. Not, not at all. Not and, that, at all. And, and, and for a dude who only had one foot, that match was amazing. Yes. WWF really kind of tried to help him, but they fucked him over at the same time. Yeah, I, they, I don't think they, they – They didn't I, call him Kerry Von Erich. They called him the Texas Tornado. Had they uh, allowed yeah. him to use the Von Erich name, it would have brought pride to himself, and it would have been good. Josh, what's yeah. up? I'll say also in TNA with his – whose daughter was that that was on TNA? I think that's his. I that think Lacey. His I, I, think, I think. TNA, I think. I right? think. I think Lacey is his, and the twins, the the two sons, are Kevin's sons. Oh shit! I didn't even know he had sons. Yeah, Ke- uh, Kevin Von Erich has two twin sons, the uh, Ross and I forget the other one's name, but they are uh, they are also both workers. Uh, good shape. Um, oh wait, shit! I, I'm dumb. I should know that. I beg, okay, no, no, no. Yep, yeah. Um, this, this Margaret is actually making me remember shit. <laughs> but That's they, all uh, we're doing is drinking real, real and talking. Quick, who, remem- who remember this? The first match in WrestleMania 9, Shawn Michaels right. with his manager, uh, what's-her-face? Uh, Luna, Luna Vachon. Luna Vachon, rest yeah. in peace. Yeah. And, and, and Sherry Martell, sensational Sherry, is in Tatanka's corner. Because they, they they still had the whole fallout between her and Marty Jannetty. Well, they this was when uh, they they redid almost like the barbershop scene with them because they had Sean have her like pull her in the way to get hit with the uh, with a mirror or something like that. Right. Yeah. Well. No. No. Yeah. Um. Um. Uh. Marty Jannetty comes back. Sean's looking at himself in the mirror. She's holding it. He sees Marty Jannetty in the background, then he picks up the mirror, and he goes to hit Sean, and Sean pulls her in front. Yeah, so it, yeah, yeah. it, was, it was just – it was a whole big old shit show. God bless her. I I love Sherry Martell. I thought she was the epitome of that 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 healed valet. 
She was. Oh, a, oh yeah. Apparently, she could work. I, Say what? Oh no, no. She, she was a she was a wrestler. She was a, she was a good worker, and then she was a champion. Then, uh, yeah. When, and then when uh, Mula came, was it was it Mula? Yeah, when Mula came back, I guess they were trying to push her to go against her, but she, you know, she. I guess it was like either she was out of shape or too much of the party life to the point where like she didn't even actually give her the fucking title. She's Sherry, like, Sherry Martin. Yeah. Sherry Martel yes. was an AWA Women's Champion three times. Uh, she was um, a WWF Women's Champion one time. Uh, probably around that time because it was yeah. a it was a time and that she's a Hall of Famer too. So I mean, they, men- they mentioned yeah. about that in a documentary I watched about her trying to give you know give her the torch, but Mula was like, "No, you fuck around too much. You're not serious with your shit." You're gonna lose. I'm. I'm gonna drag the tights and I'm gonna take the belt away from her. She took it. In reality, this will be her to keep the title, but that mm-hmm. didn't work because she went over Vince McMahon's head and just stole it. My yeah. favorite. My so, favorite Sherry Martell moment, though, is when she's what, the, bu- the bump? When She's no. When she's the manager of Harlem Heat, and Booker T oh. does the whole. Oh, hold the on, whole, the- we coming for you, nigga. And like he he, he 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 realizes that he messed up, and she just looks at him and grabs his face. And if you read her lips really closely, she goes, "It's okay, baby." And like to this day, Booker <laughs> T. Booker T. loves that. He he loves when people brings it up because he's like, "It was a legit slip." He goes, "I was pumped yeah. up. I was into it." He goes, "Wasn't like wasn't like really first, that was like their first title shot at that time or something like that." It was like it, it was. I think it was their right first. Yeah. turned. No, was it? Was he turned already? I wasn't he was in NWO. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he, he was, was. Yeah. Um, he was in NWO by that point, and so, Booker so, T just got so into it. And it, I mean, I don't, I don't blame the guy. I mean, WCW, oh, their, man, their whole thing when they plus started, WCW was Monday, a wild, wild west at the time. So, but when they first started Monday Nitro, Bischoff had said he wanted it to be like reality television. They wanted people to like think, oh my God, I know this is staged, but this is actually happening now. This is not staged. When you have Booker T do that, that's not staged as shit. That's passion right uh-huh. there. Like, like that is that is awesome. I don't know. I I I, so- I, I love Booker T. I, I I think he is an amazing performer. He got shafted by the WCW so many fucking times. Uh, you know, I mean he can be five time, five time, five time all he wants, but you know, had he spent his career in the WWF. I think it would have been different for him. I really think it would have been. Yeah, him and the so, uh, so I'm I'm watching the uh, I'm I'm watching this Tatanka Shawn Me Michaels too. match. Yes, and I would like to first of all, Shawn Michaels just hit the ugliest super kick I've ever seen in my life. That's where I'm at in the match. But uh, psychology, actually, you're you're just past where I was just at with uh, with Sherry and uh, cheering on. So. Tatanka has been working the arm this whole match. This is part of psychology that no one does anymore. Mm-hmm. Tatanka has been working his arm the whole time, like and Michaels. Com- yeah, he is. But Michaels comes off with a clothesline, and when he clotheslines him, Tatanka no sells him. Yeah, he no sells him. He oh. no sells the in- because of the injury. So, and if you look, Sean starts actually selling the arm again. I was uh, I saw that before. I went, that's fucking amazing. No one does shit like that anymore. It's one of those things like you don't see psychology like that. Instead, the young books would have done a triple backflip. Sorry, the, la- the that, last time that I that that that, 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 was, that was a personal animosity thing. 
the last time I see some shit like that with the no selling was when uh, when I went to WrestleMania. It was it 28, 29 when it was the Rock versus Cena, and Cena just stood up after the Rock beat his ass, and he was sitting on the ramp acting like it was nothing, like yeah. he didn't shit. That oh, like the no selling, but I can't stand but the, no selling. But the but the complete no sell of the clothesline, like he didn't bump for the clothesline or anything. I actually love that because that was supposed that was supposed to happen. He like he hit the clothesline with the arm that's been getting worked the whole time, and he didn't have enough strength in his arm to hit the clothesline. Right. That was that was a cool sell. Like that was the the sell was actually on Sean. Sean sold the move, where Tatanka did the right thing, and I was like, this is kind of. <laughs> Hey, 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 hey. Just because he goes, and like bounces around the hey, ring a little bit. First, hey, see, real quick, I'm with you on Tatanka. I actually like Tatanka. Um, I, I wish they actually gave him a good run for it, you know. Yeah, like, like if you he look, was, especially here. He's a good worker. He he's a good worker. He's the Intercontinental title. He should have Yeah, like, if, 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 if you. Or a tag team or some shit. Tag team title. Like, if you look at this, like, and even the look of him. Look at, look at the way, how good he looks here. Like. Yeah, I mean, it's, he has the pop. Like, they're popping for him. The, the crowd Oh, yeah. And if you look, he's the, in good shape. He's putting on a good match. Despite um, the fact there, you know. He, 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 even amongst the stupid-ass promos that he had to do because he was the pride of the Indian nation. Which, I mean, I, which, which I have – I mean, I, I respect him for doing that, but even that, that might not be his decision. I wouldn't mind him actually – you know, doing the pride of the Indian nation, but something different. Yeah, well, like that's the thing. It's like while while he's doing the 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 Native American thing, like I get it. It's been it's actually been his gimmick the whole time. He's always yeah, like, and, even and when he was, and, but that's himself he too. Was, I, I think before that he was War Eagle Chris Chavez. Question was his. I feel, it, there's is there did Chief J train his ass or something? There's like a rumor yes. about it. Um, so so it, when he got signed. He's he's he a monster factory crazy. guy. He he he, he, he was he, he was trained by by the monster factory. That's that's the thing. He'd been working territories for a little bit at this point because there's still mm-hmm. a little bit of a territory got, system. It's kind of like now. According to Wikipedia, he was trained by Larry Sharp. Yes, okay. he was he was trained at the monster factory yes. by Larry Sharp. Same same as yours truly. Um, Which we have to talk they, about soon, but when he uh, when he got signed. Chief J. Strongbow was the biggest Native American wrestler of all time. And yeah. he, Do you remember when the IRS the, stole his headdress and said, yes, oh you're going to pay tax on this? Yes. <laughs> and they, uh, but his whole, his whole thing about it was – I wasn't they, alive for that, they, but I do remember, know what you're talking about. They, they said that uh, – Tatanka said that Chief J. Strongbow gave him – I think gives him the moniker Tatanka. I'm out, hang, on, hang on a second. Josh, what year were what? you born? 90. That happened in like ninety one or ninety two. No, wait, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, but I'm still 92, like ninety three. Oh man, I didn't, I, didn't start, I didn't actually start watching wrestling till like ninety four, ninety five. Do your research. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> ninety five is when my grandfather actually went behind hit my grandmother's back and actually showed me WWF, WCW Saturday mornings or Sunday mornings or some shit like that. It was on New York. It was on Fox. It was yeah, it was it was, oh, yeah. Good old yeah, it, 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 it was. was uh, no, that was that. That was part of the Saturday morning cartoons, basically, man. I remember yes, that. Yes, it was. It, it showed right after the cartoons. I right after the cartoons and like right before. Yeah, and like right before American Gladiators. 
yes. And then after, <laughs> after that, after that, that's when we saw that. And then my he switched it to another channel, which is either, which I think it was either Tele, Telemundo or Univision. That's when I watched the Puerto Rico it, um, circuit, the, I, the IWA. Yeah, yeah. That, so, that's, that's when I actually got introduced to international Can you guys see wrestling. my computer screen? I can. Yeah, I see it. Okay, so I got WrestleMania 9 going here now, so. I'm way ahead. Of, right now, I'm at the Steiner's. I'm not at this. I'm just. I'm not. I'm not at that match yet. All right, you know. Hey, Steve, let me know when you're on that match. I'll pa I'll pause it for now. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna pause it real quick, cause, just because I want to finish up this whole uh, conversation about uh, uh, this 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 first match. And how the hell do I get back to my? Okay, all I see is Josh on my screen right now. Josh, love you and all, but I just don't want to see you on my screen. Okay. <laughs> so okay, so WrestleMania nine. First match, Shawn Michaels, uh, Tatanka. Uh, okay. It ends in a countout for Tatanka. Um, 18 minutes uh, and 13 seconds. Oh, my old teacher, Afa. Yeah. Uh, overall, oh, I think oh, – overall, I thought it was a good match. I thought it had good psychology. Do oh, you think it's I a good it. opening match for a, a WrestleMania? I definitely do. Yeah, um, okay. it. You, uh, you, you started off with two guys that could have started it off hot, and they did. Mm -hmm. It's just – it's kind of a I, – I hate to say it. Overall, nine just – like you said, it's a transition period for the WWF at this point anyway. Yeah. And it's a it was lot a going little, on. A lot going it, it was on a, now. It, it was a bit of a lackluster card because uh, if I recall correctly, the Steiner brothers aren't even involved in the tag title match in this. Um, they are, yes, no, they're not. Yeah. No, they, no, it's, they it's, it's have Hogan, a tag it's, team match. It's, it's, it's against the head shrinkers, it, which is yeah. a pointless match unless they want to, I mean, WWF could have said, Hey, this is a number one contenders match. Yeah. That, and then that, you've got, that would have put something to it, but, and, and you've got, cause you've got Hogan and beefcake versus money Inc for the tag titles in this. Don't you? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, as a kid, once again, watching this you're thinking it would be awesome to see Hulk Hogan and Beefcake be tag team champions. But then, as, as you, an adult, uh, as an adult, <laughs> you, you realize Hogan don't want to be tag team champion. I mean, come on. Uh, second card, though. I mean, sorry. Um, second match on the card. <laughs> but he had to be one with Edge. <laughs> well, at that point, he didn't have any say left. At that point, Vince McMahon's like, "Yeah, no, fuck you, man. You're gonna do what I do." The fact that Triple H dumped the title though to Hogan. Uh, what was that in uh, 2006? Was it or some? I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. But still, that, that's that's it was another early thing. 2000s. But no, it was, it was right after. Uh, it was right after WrestleMania 20. So what it was, was that 2000? That was a good show in Raw. Four, so. I think. Oh, wow. So five or six, yeah. So like five or six when he dropped it, yeah. And that was yeah, that uh, Survivor Series or something like that. Uh, I, I I don't remember. I remember it was like Armageddon. right after. Wasn't it right after WrestleMania 20? I do remember Stephanie McMahon was the GM at that time for SmackDown when that happened. Can we just so, take a moment to appreciate how awesome she is, though? Cool. She is she is doing such wonders for the company right now. She has, yes. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, on screen character, she's a fucking bitch, Sorry, but she I'm does it so thing. well. But but off screen, the work that she does with uh, Make a Wish. The work that she yeah all the charity stuff she she does just to like 
keep the WWE Real quick, having a about that make a wish stuff. They need they need to show more than just a top superstar. When well, it come, when everybody it comes picks to... John Cena. Everybody wants John Cena. Everybody wants John Cena. Well, yeah, that's fine. That's that's that's. I, I, Give me I, Bray I, Wyatt, motherfucker. I want the fiend. I want to get scared, and maybe that'll like, kill me. Show, like, show, like, besides John Cena, do you know Rey Mysterio was like maybe either close to or equal to 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 the wishes that he has in in that foundation, and they don't show shit about it. I'm, I I'm love Rey Mysterio, but he. He's got to walk away already. He's got to walk away. Hey, hey, do not deny the short guy. I'm not denying him. I'm not denying him. I'm just saying he just, he just needs it's to because kinda... of him. That's why I actually chose to train with Alpha. Screw, <laughs> screw that. Speaking of which, who lives so, in our area, which is amazing. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of Alpha, we've got the, uh, I've got the head shrinker Steiner's match on here. Yeah. All right. Just, just to give me one second. I'm just trying to find God out when. Damn, he, look at that mullet. When he mm. got the belt back from, uh, trips oh god it's not, not 2002 not 2008 all right 2005 it's gotta be 2005 back, not back no it's gotta be 2003 or 2004 because it's right after trips gets the undisputed title from jericho all right so 0304 let me take a look judgment day no he lost he lost his title to undertaker okay so backlash Backlash yes. of 2002. That's September. It's in Backlash. Yeah. No, Backlash. No, no Backlash, Backlash. No, Backlash was the one right after Mania because after, after that, Mania, Backlash right? is in that, April. That, yeah. Yeah, that's why they would call it Backlash. It was the the. Yeah. And then and then fucking uh, extreme. Excuse me. Excuse my language. And then uh, extreme rules took over that, right? I think so. Yeah. 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 So. God, I remember I just want, yep. So I I just want to bring up. And not a lot of people remember this because everyone can remembers. Can you hear that, Scott's or am I the only one who can hear that? You guys well, don't I mean, I'm hear the audio, the right? Now. Yeah. Rakishi just playing the tongue. Yeah. There we go. Okay, so, all right, so you should see my screen right now, and you should yeah. see the match going on. Okay, so Head Shrinkers versus the Steiners. Steiner Brothers had come over from WCW not long before this. They would go back no, to WCW. And, and they had to yeah. – they had the they had the feud with the heavenly bodies of all people. Yeah, the heavenly bodies. Heavenly bodies. Okay, but if we're gonna talk about crap tag teams from the 1990s, <laughs> I want to give the, the big idea. attention to a crap tag team that actually would have been really good. The Beverly Brothers. The, the Beverly, Beverly Brothers, Brothers would have been awesome. They should have um, had a bigger chance. Agreed. Um, the. I think if it was current times, the Beverly, the Beverly brothers would have gotten at least the tag titles for a little bit. I mean, if you can give it to the B team or some of these other craptacular teams. Um, I always I, – I love young Steiner brothers, and I consider this still young Steiner brothers because one thing people don't realize is as big as Scott became and as strong as Scott is portrayed to be, yeah. In the beginning of all this, Rick was the powerhouse. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Uh, a lot of people at, don't. And a lot Steve, of I a agree, lot of people don't on. remember. Steve, a lot of people. Do, what's I don't up? I mean to cut it off. Sorry. So, and I, I agree with you on that because I mean I've never seen the Steiners live. Let's be real. The only time I've seen them live is when they're like eighty years old in TNA. Yeah. <laughs> but, 
um, Rick did clean house, and Scott literally just came in and just finished it off. Yeah, just hit a Frankensteiner. That's it. Well, can I tell you one thing, though? Y'all got a 33% chance of winning this talk. But the fact that we got three of us here, that means that each one of us is 33% times 3%. That was, <laughs> have you ever seen that promo in TNA with Rick Steiner? Uh, or, yes. Well, is that or the one uh, with Scott. Williams? Scott Steiner, sorry. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my God. He's, he's, he's so fucking coked out or, or whatever the fuck he is. And he's, actually just, he, he's, he's actually just he's actually just dumb. He's talking yeah, about he's, a triangle match, and he's like, "Normally, if it was one on one, you'd have a fifty percent chance. Now you got a thirty-three percent, thirty-three and a third percent chance." He's not, he's not he dumb. Just, he's more of like jo- he has a brain of a jock. Let's put it like that. But even as an English teacher, I was sitting there trying to do the math. I'm like, <laughs> "That's fucking wrong." No, no. <laughs> like, no. But, uh, I'm an English teacher. So, so Rick though used to do this move, and I, I, I always loved it. He would, he would get whipped off, and whoever was whipping him off would do a leapfrog, and mid leapfrog, Rick Sounds would wrong. catch him and, and hit, a power slam off of it. Okay. And I, re- I always remember loving that move and being like, look at this move here. Look, 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 this is this, from the top rope. He's gonna, double clothesline. Okay, never mind. I thought that was yeah, what a digit. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, I'm. I'm I'm gonna pause yeah. it because I'm 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 a little further than that. So you should see it on on your screen when I'm seeing, right? I'm seeing it right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So you should see that there. So I mean, good match or bad match here? Um, good. Chemistry. Got, good. Good. Uh, I mean, overall, good match. Maybe not. Yeah. Lo- looking at future manias and stuff like that, maybe not WrestleMania quality as far as a match goes. At least if you don't have a title involved. What about the time period, though? Well, at the same time, Steve, they're all big men. So, I mean... They, they, are, they are all big men. And if you yeah. look, these guys are... This is a good match. You can't deny who they are. Uh, Scott... Uh, Rick, Rick and Scott always had decent matches. I always thought of Rick and Scott as men. I, I always wanted to try to compare Gable and, uh, Gable and Jordan to them. And I couldn't do it because... Rick and Scott, I felt like, were men that would beat oh, the shit. hell out of anybody. Um, and as far as uh, the head shrinkers went, you can't say anything bad about the, the you know most of the Samoans in general, let alone these two. These two were both quality workers. I I disliked it in like two thousand uh, was it uh, nineteen ninety? What was uh, SummerSlam against uh, ninety? Five summer. Wait, wait, wait. Ninety-five SummerSlam when it was uh, Undertaker versus Undertaker in Chicago. Oh gosh. And yes, right before. But the reason that I'm bringing that up is because they bought back Lou Albano to be like the consultant to the Head Shrinkers, and he won his nineteenth tag team title as a manager or consultant like that. And it was just such a bad like like angle. And only to have this big buildup for this SummerSlam tag team match of the Head Shrinkers versus IRS and Bam Bam Bigelow. And the night before, Shawn Michaels and Kevin Nash get into the ear of Vince McMahon and say, give us the titles. And he goes, okay, fine. And all of a sudden, Shawn Michaels and Diesel show up at SummerSlam. Hey, new tag team champions. Diesel still uh, intercontinental champion and everything, which he wound up losing to Razor Ramon that night, though. Oh, that's right, Razor Ramon. Yeah. So here's the uh, 
Which one is it? Oh, this is the end of the match here. No, wait, what have we got going on here? I'm still, I'm still in the middle right now. Right now, I, I don't I know what got, the hell. Oh, I am. Okay. I, don't I know still got Kishi in the ring right now. I was gonna say I got, I got Kishi in the ring too. Hang on a second. I got a mix. Right now he's, right now he's giving the. Uh, was the it, it was Fatu and it was what Samu and Fatu. It's uh yeah Samu and Fatu because Rakishi's Fatu Samu yeah. Sika, Sika Junior. What the hell? Can right I now I got. That? Right now I got. Steiner, um, Scott Steiner taking all the heat right now. From I got, I got, I got Scott taking all the heat. I got uh, uh this one right, right now. now. But on your computer screen, so what do you see? Uh, I see introduction to something. Okay, yeah. So the next thing you see now, is the interview with Doink the Clown. Wait, it's coming up. Do you see Doink the Clown's face on the yes statue? Okay. Wait a second. All I see is your face. Hold on. How do I get out of that? Nope. Yeah. No. Maybe so. Wait, no, wait. No. Let me do the share here. Oh, share screen. Oh. There we go. Wait. No. Share oh. that. There we go. All right. You you should be seeing it now, but I can't go over anymore, which I don't like. I still, I still don't. Well, I'm sorry that 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 have to see me. Okay. So after that, I'm gonna close that up. Um, after all of that happens, oh. we get that. Yeah. Yeah. This thing is weird. I'm. I'm still trying to learn it. What can I share? Who cares what I can share? Okay, so um, this whole match now, Steiners and uh, 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 the Head Shrinkers, good match, decent tag team match, considering what they are oh, at this is. point here. My s- Stop sharing my screen. Okay, there we go. Hey, Steve, you're on camera. There we go. Finally. Hey, there we go. We all right, there we go. I was going to say, you guys missed it. I had my glasses on. I was looking all professional for a minute. Your camera was off for a while, but okay. Uh, so, okay. Yeah, there we go. There we all go. Right. So, right. we'll go back after that match, we go to do, 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 do. Doink the Clown versus Crush. And this was <laughs> times when you Dang. still were allowed to have multiple doinks in the federation um, oh, oh multiple what's face, doinks. what the what's his face was still doink at this point here too um, was, uh, it matt, was it was he it was heel doink so it was uh matt osborne matt yeah matt born matt right yes and then in this match we see a second doink come out which is played by uh it's it's not it's not ray apollo at this point yet it's fuck shit who is it it's somebody they just said it recently. I, re- I remember seeing it. Um, damn it, real, what's real, name? real quick about <laughs> Crush. So when you go into the um, WXW training facility, there's like a big um, like memorial of Crush. Because off, I guess off, I guess off actually trained him at some yeah. point. In time. It's right. like on the. Like when you go in the ring on the left side by his office, it's like a whole memorial of him. It's really That's nice. Cool. It, it, it's nice, yeah. And I didn't know um, he also trained Gangrel as well. He did, yeah. Gangrel. Oh here. my god. He has Such here an awesome and then WXW in Pennsylvania. His son Zika from the Head Shrinkers actually runs runs the show up there, and then he also has a connection in Germany as well. I don't. I forgot yeah. the guy for that one. So the guy who played the second doink in that match, yeah, who is used it? Used to be I, 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 by the name of Skinner. I don't. That's know. right. It was uh fucking like suicide. Da- Danny Spivey. Steve Kern. Oh, Steve Kern. That's right. It's Steve, Steve Kern. Kern. I, that's yeah. what. That's what I was watching. It was the uh, FCW. Um, 
That was a great see, documentary. Did you watch it? That was amazing. I did. Oh, oh yes, God. I love the SCW documentary. Thank God that they I put that on after that fucking horrible pay per view. That was a horrible pay per view, by the way. Elimination. So, uh, but so we're not. Talking uh, about, we're I was not actually. Talking about that, right? <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I was, I was actually accepted. Get into WWF, but no, that, no, that. That actually kind of said, so, fuck, doink, said, fuck that. That's, right. he, that's what it was. He was Steve Kern and he was Skinner. Yeah. So, Doink and Crush go eight and a half. Now, what was the whole feud between Doink and Crush? This is where I'm – was this just a filler um, match or – It was kind of a filler, but it was – Doink was just tormenting Crush at the time, I believe. It was him uh, – Sorry, you guys are coming along with me with me making a drink again. Yeah, um, you know, peeing, we're all right. Then. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Jessica, no. <laughs> no, so they uh, – so they – that was during the doink time where all doink did was like kind of torment other people. He was – Like uh, he, he – he, 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 like it's funny because he was able to have really good matches. The heel clown gimmick was awesome though. It was, and oh, yeah. um, it was so ICP. Yeah, well, and and, and Matt Bourne rolling my eyes for that played one. a psychopath perfectly because even later when he was in ECW, oh he did God. the he did the half face gimmick where he had the the clown makeup on half his face and he turned around. And Holy he shit! Did, that's why he did that gimmick. Uh-huh. He did. He did like oh. like a instead of having. Broken Matt Hardy, broken Doink, essentially is what yeah. it was, and everything like yeah. that. Oh, it was amazing. Dude, yeah, I never understood that gimmick because I did watch ECW back in the day on the Spanish. Yeah. Oh, that was his. So, that was his way of doing this to WWE. I don't know. Before I knew that they were on TNN, I was watching them on on the Spanish channel, and then I, I seen that gimmick, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I didn't know that that oh, was a, you know, to what he used to do. Yeah. When you lived that was in New Jersey, MSG every night, MSG you know, one, two o'clock about in the morning. One, yeah, what? Yeah, three o'clock in the morning. I remember that's what it was. CNN. That's what it was. I, 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 I remember he having my uh, my he VCR set because it was like Friday to Saturday, Friday into Saturday, and I was like, yeah. I'm not staying up for this. Yeah. Because um, it, was on, it was on TNN, and then before like the whole McMahon buying everything, they switched to Spike. It was on because yeah. Raw was on USA, and then they had. Yeah. A New York at ECW on TNN at the time, from my knowledge, and then WCW. Uh, yes, I, I, uh, I actually have <laughs> a I, I, the Ray Apollo, the guy who played the babyface doink. I actually have been on several shows with him. Babyface doink, oh, that was horrible. So okay, so hey man, all the legends live down here. So we look at this match though. So, so I mean, Doink goes on for a while. Crush, Still does. If you it's his last WWE. Uh, it's his last pay per view appearance until WrestleMania ten. I'm oh, sorry, Survivor Series ninety three. What wasn't that with like nine million Doinks? <laughs> no, well, well, well Wrestle. Uh, sorry, um, Survivor Series ninety three was when Crush came back. Um, it was after he had oh. been hurt, and then he says, "Brother, brother," talking to Macho Man, "Brother, you never came oh, to I... visit me in the in the hospital." And then he beats him up, and he picks him up, and he drops him across the guard railing, and Macho right. puts and, his mouth and throat. And, 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 and they make it. 
sound really serious by saying he had lacerations instead of yeah, just saying he had cuts in his mouth. Lip, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I remember being ten and being like, "Grandma, he's got lacerations," and her go, and her being a nurse going, "That means he has a cut in his mouth." Yeah, I think I was like eleven or twelve at at, at that point. Twelve years old at that point. Yeah. So, but um, at that point, then Dunk, uh, Doink starts fucking around with Bam Bam Bigelow. And that's when they're going to do the four doinks versus Bam Bam and Bastion Booker. Yeah, and and truthfully, it's, it's, it's and the, it's the and the Bushwhackers. Yeah, the mini doinks. <laughs> was such a such a middle finger to everybody, but Crush disappears for a while after this WrestleMania. Again, he doesn't show up again until uh, sometime in like October of the the same year. What caused his downfall? Do you guys know? Was he legit injured, or did, did he? Need he might. He might have been legit injured. He might have torn, like pulled something, or torn something while he was like at a at a, at a, yeah, really at a house show. I honestly don't remember. Um, I just always thought it was weird that they brought him in as this like Hulk Hogan style babyface because what, before. Just huh? He was I a horrible babyface. I say what Eugene? Just kidding, though. No, no. He he. They, they brought him in. <laughs> They brought him in as this super, this super baby face here, like this whole time. But a year before this, he was the third member of Demolition. That's true. That is, that's very true. Right? Yes. Like, like, like he, they, like all of a sudden, Demolition lost the titles and they stopped using him for a minute. And it was like, oh, because he hasn't been on screen for six months. Everyone's gonna forget that he had face makeup on and wore like dominate <laughs> and, and wore dominatrix gear. I'm just saying, that's like, like that's if they did with Frank Kazarian to take over. Um, what's his face? Um, Christopher Daniels for fucking uh, suicide. For suicide. Yeah. Talking about demolition, but but but, but at least at least that. you're wearing a mask for that. Like, yeah, that's true. Like you are still looking at Crush's face, and he didn't wear full face makeup. Like, no, he did. You, you had like the, the LOD face makeup. Speaking of demolition, though, can can I just say how pissed off it makes me every time I watch Barry Darshaw talk when he does the whole ooh ooh every time he talks ooh ooh I'm like, do you have any other facial expressions other than doing that, Barry Darshaw? Yes. God, God yes, bless he, him he, though. God what, bless him. Though. It's the he one went over to WCW. Golfer. <laughs> but do you remember when he went to WCW and he was a blacktop bully and he did that King of the Road match with uh, uh, Dustin Rhodes where they wrestled on the back of a flatbed yes. truck and oh, it was yeah, actually, it was for uncensored 94 or something like that or 93 or 94 yeah. this was and just before Dustin left to become Goldust because he was starting to get a little pudgy right I've yeah and, and they were wrestling. One of the best lines of that entire, actually, there, there's, there's two quotes in that entire thing, entire match, and they're both made by Bobby the Brain Heaton. Of course so they are. The first one is it's horrible video coverage being done by a helicopter. Like the helicopter cameraman can't find where the truck is and has a hard time looking for it. And Bobby Heenan goes. Such great camera work. This is amazing. And you can just hear the sarcasm. Bobby Heenan hated working for WCW. <laughs> he hated working for WCW. And then towards the end of the match, Barry Darsaw picks up a bale of hay and he slams it over Dustin Rhodes' head. And Tony Schiavone goes, He hit him with a bale of hay. 
and Bobby Heenan goes, that's like a 75-pound bale of hay he's hitting him with. And I'm like, Bobby, you're such you're so great at hyperbole, but come on. Nobody's believing that a bale of hay is 75 pounds. Come oh, on, my God. come on. Especially what? hitting him on the head with it. Oh, such a great, great match. So, King of the road so match. When, when, you were, uh, when you were refilling your drink before, I was telling uh, Josh about SummerSlam 91 and the announce team. Because I'm a big fan of the announce team on this one. So the announce team, was, um, it's Monsoon, uh-huh. Bobby Heenan, and Rowdy Roddy Piper. If you could oh, get three guys. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was so amazing because, if nothing else, the dynamic between Monsoon and Heenan. They were probably was, all drinking. Yeah, and the <laughs> dynamic yeah, and the dynamic between Heenan and Piper was so amazing at the same time. And right. it was so different. It was so very different because Monsoon was always like, I'm not gonna tell you again. And he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then and then all of a sudden you hear him say, you know, Piper used to come home from school and his lunch was wrapped in a ro- in a roadmap. Would you stop that? He would say. <laughs> <laughs> There will never be another I – mean, I mean, even Piper, when he sat there and he did commentary, Piper was a good commentary guy. He, he was. He was really a lot, good a lot at it. Good, a lot of the Hall of Famers actually could actually be a good – do, do you like Booker T as a commentary? I, I mean, I like Booker, Booker T. T is good. Booker T is good at commentary because oh, he's, he's recently retired. So he understands I what mean, the even when he was going through TNA, now. He, you know, as a wrestler, what he did was like when remember that that whole main event mafia took takeover at TNA. He was commentary with uh fuck well, what's his face was with Kevin Nash and Mike today. Never I, watched TNA, so <laughs> I watched uh, one match on YouTube, and it was when Jeff Hardy was high as a kite, and poor Sting had to go into the ring with him. That's what you messed up. You should have watched but, X. But the best part about that, that made about that, that whole match movie. though is the ref realized what was going on and the ref automatically does does this and i was there bischoff bischoff does a good job too bischoff comes out and he has to on the spot make a decision how the fuck are we going to do this and he whispers something into his into uh jeff hardy's ear he goes over to uh stinger he says the same thing and that pin that that like like that kind of pin that Sting did to, to Jeff Hardy in that match is the kind of pins that I used to do to my friends when we would do our basement wrestling feud. Yeah. Where you would just like pin their legs down as far as you could until they were like, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. And <laughs> oh, at the hey, same time, Sting is like, just shut the fuck up, I can't care. You got Hold three on. fucking let, seconds. Let me, re- let, me, let me rewind this real quick. Remember this guy oh, from this- WCW that was there? Remember Bill Alfonso? Is that he Bill was in ECW? He was in ECW. I mean ECW. Yeah. Sorry, Bill, Bill Alfonso. Alfonso. He, was he used to have the, 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 the manager. Of, yeah, the manager of champions. Yes, Bill Alfonso. <laughs> wow. Remember that? Shit? I, I forgot he was actually on that fucking WrestleMania. Okay, so as crappy as Doink the Clown and Crush was as a match, there's actually a match that was even more shittier than that. And I'm not talking about the last match of the night. I'm talking about Razor Ramon and Bob Backlund. Where <laughs> the hell did match. that match come from? <laughs> Wait, that's a match? Wait, Razor that's a Ramon match? and Bob Backlund, three minutes and 45 seconds at WrestleMania 9. Razor Ramon's that's first the next WrestleMania. Match. I, 
I don't even know if it's I want to watch this match. You don't. Really you like, like, honest to God, I can go can, to the bathroom we, real quick, and you would watch the whole match. It's horrible. It's horrible. Can we? Uh, can we just talk about? Because I almost forgot about Brutus Beefcake's amazing Ultimate Warrior mask. <laughs> that, that mask? Oh my God! What? What was because, the point of that mask? Because he had been in the in the motorboating accident before. That was why he had retired originally, and he had his face reconstructed. Whose face? Supposed. Okay. Uh, Beefcake. Beefcake said we're gonna do something real quick. You guys talk about that. I'll be right back. Because when we come back, we're gonna get to don't don't talk about Hogan. Please, I trust you. Do not talk I about won't. Hogan. I will be oh, right uh, back. Brought to you by Four so, Corners Tavern. <laughs> so uh Beefcake's Beefcake retired the reason why Beefcake did the uh the barbershop for so long was he was he, he wasn't clear to wrestle. Um, he had been in a really bad boating accident. Like, it was something where they were, like, uh, water skiing or something. Yeah, but they were, like, water skiing or something like that. And a Beefcake, like, hit, like, a propeller or some shit like that. Like, it was something oh, serious. Like, he, like, something serious really happened to this dude. And, like, he wasn't on screen for, like, a year in between, like, 89 and 90. Is that why he has like high cheekbones now? Yeah, like if you look, he look like it, it, if you look at the difference between Beefcake at like WrestleMania four and Beefcake now, and you really look at it, he it's like the difference between watching Mark Hamill in Empire and Mark Hamill in Return of the Jedi. Wow, <laughs> but it's the same type of thing where like Mark Hamill got into a horrific motorcycle accident and he had to have his face reconstructed. Uh, Beefcake wasn't cleared to wrestle again until he got, like, another, I think, like, another plastic surgery. Like, I think he ended up getting, like, another plastic surgery or something like that. And I think Hogan was the one who finally came through and was like, um, yeah, no, if I'm going to do this, you need to let, you know, Beefcake do this with me. Are you shitting me? Wow. Yeah. So... Um, remember NW? I know this is kind of it's kind of off topic, but not off topic. Who was the guy that looked like the junkyard dog in NWO? Was his name Demolition? No, guy that looked like junkyard dog in. in I mean, I'm NWO. sorry, not junkyard dog, like Dog the Bounty Hunter. Sorry. No, that was uh, that was Beefcake. That was uh, that was Cake, right? He was the disciple. The disciple. Yes. yes. That was that I was Beefcake. That. Okay. Golly. That that was that was full beard uh, it the, beefcake. It was the funniest shit because um I'm on this like uh, on Facebook I'm on this wrestling page. Ooh, there you go. So I I, I, I always like the, the somebody posted hey give me sorry. a name for this guy and I put dog the bounty hunter and I got a shit ton of fucking likes and comments about it because the demolition looked like fucking dog the bounty hunter. Yeah. But like the uh, the the uh, the joke behind it was always Warrior when Warrior came to WCW, and he said and he said something to the disciple. He goes, Only "Oh, Warrior what is this? Nation." Yeah, and he goes, "What is this? Your barber?" Because <laughs> it, it was fucking beefcake. See, at that at that time, I didn't I didn't really understood that because at that time, like, you only the only for me to figure out that you jump shit like you yeah. know Hulk Hogan. Macho Man. I mean, I didn't know that Sandman and Sabu and Raven went from 
ECW to WCW. That's how I like. I and, know. Then, and, then, and then like back for a little bit. Um, Mike, do you uh, yeah. do you remember? So we were just talking about this with with Beefcake having the the boating the accident. accident, and was that's that? why he wasn't uh, Beefcake. So the reason why Beefcake wasn't allowed to wrestle originally was he got into a motorboat accident. I remember it was like jet skiing or something. It was something along those lines. <laughs> accident, no. Uh, no but uh, <laughs> that was why that, that was why he had the mask, and that was also why he did the uh, the barber shop for so long. Was he wasn't allowed to not, wrestle? I did not know that. No. I yeah, know he. Uh, I, 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 I okay, want to say it. I, and now that I said jet ski, I think it might have been something jet ski like. He crashed a jet ski, and part of no. it was like Hogan he got, was the jet ski. Yes. Hogan was the jet ski. Not well, not, well no, no, no. Hogan was too, but Brutus was fucking five years before. It was the irony of the situation was Brutus literally like smashed his face into like a propeller or something like that. Legit and if you, legit, legit. That's why he wasn't wrestling. Okay, that's why. I if thought you maybe look, like I thought maybe Vince no. McMahon was like, "Hey, let's just use this jet skiing no. story all over again." No, and, uh, they no, they they uh, kind of everyone knew it. It was one of the no, few times that, that like, no, it was it was one of the few times that like the world knew what happened to this guy outside of wrestling, and they never mentioned it until finally they were like, "Look, you can't wrestle because of this," and that was why he wore the stupid mask excuse me was he was his face was reconstructed they said but i just i just like the fact that as much as uh beefcake claims to be the best friend of uh uh hulk hogan hogan stopped talking to him because he was selling merchandise without his permission yeah well that's uh, that's shit right there oh but but hebner yes true too yeah Yeah, but that that, that, that's some virgil shit that is Virgil shit right there, absolutely. That's why Virgil's all alone. That's Virgil shit too? <laughs> no, Virgil did. Virgil, Virgil used to set up his, his little uh, area. Thing in Penn Station. And he, he would say, set up in Penn Station and just and like WWE use, wrestler Virgil. But but he would use Ted DiBiase's likeness. And DiBiase yeah. was like, no, oh, that ain't happening, man. No. Oh, no, no, no. He didn't just use his likeness. There were points where, like, he, he was like, oh, if you pay me enough money, I'll call hey, Diviasi right CFRS. now. Get the fuck. Oh, really? Are you kidding dead. me? Yeah, that was real life. And what's so funny is that Diviasi now is a – he's a preacher. He's a preacher. Yes, he is. So, is, so, 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 uh, so is his son, apparently. Oh, he – he walked what? away too, right? That's right. DiBiase, yeah. DiBiase, Jr., uh, DiBiase yeah. Jr. started being a preacher too. Here we go. This famous tag team, well, Hogan and Beefcake. Okay, so Josh has it up on his screen. We're talking about it. The next I was going to say, actually I'm still the at the uh, – Is it the Beefcake? Yeah, Money, Inc., Money Inc. Inc. versus uh, the Mega Maniacs. I, 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 I want, I want you to look at this Ultimate Warrior mask. That is clearly – they are clearly making him look like the Ultimate Warrior. That is horrible. That is horrible. Can we just take a f- minute to see also why suddenly Hulk Hogan needs Jimmy Hart out there? Nothing against Jimmy Hart. Great, great manager. Great, great, great voice piece. Let me tell you something. Why did he suddenly need him? Well, let me well, tell you something, baby. <laughs> he's putting money in my bank uh, account. <laughs> That's awesome, Josh. I love that. <laughs> Do you, uh, no offense, no do, offense, do you remember? Do you remember what the lead up was for? 
do, do you actually remember what the lead-up was for Jimmy well, yeah. being with Hogan Money and Inc. Beefcake? Money was going to jump in well, Beefcake. And, they were and jumping they were Beefcake, like, and they were going to smash his face. That was the whole thing. And he was, was he the was, one that said, okay, guys, that's enough. Like, and they were like, oh, whatever. There you go. Rip the shirt, Hogan. There you Typical. go. Oh. Typical thing. So, okay, so Money, Inc., IRS. I'm sorry. I, ju- I just saw the sign that said Jackson, New Jersey. <laughs> Literally in <laughs> the crowd, you? there's a sign that says Jackson, New Jersey. Ugh. Okay. I just, like, cracked the shit out of my back. That's awesome. Okay, so <laughs> team-wise, <laughs> though, IRS, Ted DiBiase, good team or kind of put together by WWE because they ran out ideas for these guys? Um, I prefer Virgil. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, I'm gonna stop right. Nobody prefers Virgil. Period. Okay, Um, even when he went to WCW, he did shit. Okay, so (laughs) I think they were both. I think they were both good wrestlers. Rotundo and DiBiase are good wrestlers. I think they had great. They ended up having really good chemistry. Yeah, I I think there is. I think there's. Yeah, I think there. I I think there is a chance that they were just thrown together because they didn't have anything else for them. But at the same time, there are those guys that are going to make it work because they believed. That's why. Well, that's what what I was about to say, though. Can we just take a moment to realize IRS, his son's wrestle now. Well, (laughs) oh, Dallas, I don't know. Does he still wrestle? Isn't Bray Wyatt his kid? Yeah, and Bray Bray Wyatt's kid. Bray Wyatt's his kid, too. His kid, yeah. The nephew of um, this guy? IRS. No. Mike Mike Rotundo. No, no Bray, oh, and no, Bray Wyatt is also Barry Windham's nephew. Yeah, Barry Windham's nephew. Yeah, and uh, he's, that's why he's that's why he's Windham Rotundo. Yeah, he's na- he's then, literally named after Barry. Yeah, and then the uh, the Bo Leaf kid, Bo Dallas, is IRS's kid, right? Yeah, but they're both IRS's kid. They're both IRS's oh. kid. I didn't know. Yeah, that. yeah. Oh, no, uh, no, Barry, no, Barry Windham. Yeah, Barry like, Windham is not. Kids. I thought Bray Wyatt was just <laughs> because of Barry. Um, Windham. No, so ba- got, Barry. Uh, Barry Windham. Barry Windham is not his. I don't think he's his biological uncle. I believe he's his, he's his godfather. Well, yeah. I mean, the same way that our parents always tell our us, you know, Uncle So and So and everything like that. So, uh, but, yeah, but so I think Bray that, Wyatt, That's how that worked out. Bray Wyatt's dad is Mike Rotundo. His brother is Bo Dallas. Uncles are uh, Barry Windham, uh, Kendall Windham. His grandfather is Blackjack Mulligan. Grandfather, Blackjack Mulligan. Yeah. And his sister-in-law is Sarah Backman. So there you go. And he's built from Brooksville, Florida, Lafayette, Florida, Snakebite, Florida. Everywhere in Florida. The, the panhandle. Florida. He's a uh, bunch of fucks up. That's all we're doing. <laughs> uh, basically, he's from uh, – he's actually from the Keys. Well, he's live. He lives in the Keys, or he oh, did so live in the Kevin Keys. He's a Kevin Sullivan. Got it. Okay, so he, he, let me ask you guys. He, he lived in the Keys. Uh, one of my bar regulars is actually friends with Ray. I love control the show. Yeah, my <laughs> my, my uh, one of my bar regulars is actually friends with Ray. You're still the host. You're still the host. From uh, <laughs> and uh, at least before Bray got divorced and started messing around with JoJo. Yeah, I remember that. That was that's messed well, I mean, up. I mean, he has a dog. He has a baby with him. Well, yeah, I know that. But how the hell? Like, my thing is that you're famous. You know, if you get if you get caught just just on random shit, you know that's just gonna be posted online, and then your other half is literally lose control. Oh my god! <laughs> you did not lose control. Relax. Uh, 
All right, all right, Mike, take control back. Here, I'm giving you control back. Now. No, 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 no. I'm enjoying yeah, it. Megan it, even said to me before well, when well, I went well, to the bathroom, well, she was like, you actually look like you're happy. Yeah. Like, of course I'm happy. <laughs> no, just uh, with this match here. Okay, so obviously we know what happens at the end of WrestleMania 9 as far as Hogan goes and everything like that, you know. Why do you think Hogan didn't want to do a tag team title run? Because – because he's Hogan. I mean, he's ho- yeah, exactly. Because he's Hogan. I hate to use him as a noun and a verb at the same time, but, but he's Hogan. He Hogan-ing Hogan-ing it. He's Hogan. <laughs> I, yeah. I think it's because of the. I think it's because uh, of the. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I, Either. Here, look, I, uh, I, 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 I can't really speak badly about Hulk Hogan for some reason. I don't know. Maybe it's the kid in me. He, No matter what, at the end of the day, he is still the biggest draw in wrestling history. Do you call him the GOAT? He's on the Mount Rushmore. He's on the Mount Rushmore. He's on the Mount Rushmore. Okay, okay. Good. Okay, okay. Great, great, great. Wonderful. Actually, finish up your thought. Then we're going to come back to that. Um, Hogan is – look, no one has put more asses in CISA than that guy. And he's even said it. If you're looking at greatest wrestlers, Mm -hmm. he has said that it's Flair. I will agree with him. But I'm, Hogan, with, I'm, with, so, I'm with you on that, Steve. Okay, so can I Hogan, ask you guys one question about Ric Flair, though. Do you do you feel that Ric Flair gets the goat like handed too easily to him? Do you do you feel like just because so many people feel that he is the best, and because you know high flying, you know limousine Ryan, and other that, do you feel like he he gets that he's the best too easily, or do you think he really deserves that? I think if you uh, if you survive a plane crash and you come back even better than you started, good nice answer. Point. Nice point. You deserve everything that nice you point. get. Um, nice and if you are, and let's not also forget, Ric Flair as the NWA Heavyweight Champion of the World, his first title run at the time, even though the WWF was not part. Gotta add the extra was, W to that shit. Was, that was not pop. part of the NWA. Vince, no, McMahon, right, right. Vince McMahon Senior though was still on the board of directors for it, and still had to approve Ric Flair to be world heavyweight champion. Wow! And Why he, is Hulk Hogan doing an eye gouge in this match? That's so dirty. Sorry. Because because Ho- Hogan did a I lot. Of he knew how shit. to do then. Hogan did a lot of heel shit. Always. So, so, so um, I know he did, but shit, I've never. But seen if if, if you if uh, that, so. if you look at just that era of who he is a champion around the other back. world champions, uh, Flair, Harley Race, and Dusty and Dusty Rhodes are all champions. Are all NWA World Heavyweight Champions in the same general era? Do you think Dusty Rhodes lost credibility by having to do the American Dream? No, not at all. You mean the polka dots? Right. Yeah. No, I don't. I think. Uh, I think at the end of the day, Dusty Rhodes is still Dusty Rhodes. I think in Dusty Rhodes' exact words, even if he's it's the okay, dream, baby, he's the he's dream. dream, baby. Even he's if it's dream. even even if it's a rib, I'm gonna take this rib to the bank, baby. So this was <laughs> kind of like so 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 so, so Vince McMahon's attempt to kind of like make fun of him and bring him down backfired. You know, Steve, you know. He's he's Dusty Rhodes. What do you say bad about him? 
Who no, gets but, a better but, Ranger? But 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 what I'm saying I, is, I, is, I, is, that, is that when when Vince McMahon brought him over to the WWF and I he think, slapped the polka dots on him, it was kind of a way to kind of put him down a little bit. But it backfired because the crowd I, responded. He played it so well. He loved the fact going out there doing this and everything well, like that and dancing I, and everything. I, 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 I heard and that, but I also, I also heard, and this is an interview from Dusty, where he's like, look, I don't know if it was a rib or not, but what his exact words were, part of the thing with the polka dots were, because he was in so deep with uh, NWA and WCW and production and mm. things to that effect, that right. he was very, very, everything had to be business. Everything gotcha. was business. He was. Business. Just like his and son said. Yeah. And, and, when, and when Vince brought him in, he was like, I kind of want you to just come in and be Dusty Rhodes and have fun with it. So I, I kind of think that the polka dots were one of those things that he did where he was like, I'm, I'm putting you on polka dots because I don't want you to think about everything else that you're doing. I don't want you to think about the, 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 I want you to think about the psychology of the match, but I don't want you to think was about he, this match. Was he I want you to think that you have to go wrestle with Macho. I want. See, I don't even think it was that. I think it was purely on in Dusty's head. He, I think he just wanted to get in, have Dusty. He's got me in these stupid fucking polka dots. Well, well yeah. Okay. At the end of the day, to bring him down, whether but, he wanted right, to you know, at, find at, him in his polka dots, I don't think of him as polka dots. Whether he's no, he's the one the match, I don't really see the polka dots. I see him just. Doing his I see job. him being Dusty Rhodes. Thank you. Yeah, he has the fucking charisma. Exactly. He drops the elbow he's, on everybody. Drops that elbow he's, on everybody. He's he's swunky like a monkey. What can I say? He's exactly. Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> like D- Dusty Rhodes, Ric Flair, and superstar Billy Graham had the ability to talk people into Madison Square Garden hard and time. fill the entire hard times. True. Hard times. Right now, we need that Very promo. True. Shit. Listen, I remember watching an old. It was part of the Dusty Rose DVD, and I remember watching the Four Horsemen come out, and this was before Dusty really started feuding with Flair. He was just feuding with the Horsemen in general. And yeah, they had the whole bro- show about the Horsemen, yes. And, and they broke <laughs> his that ankle. Was like arcade or some shit? <laughs> no, no. I, I, I mean, it, it, it was in Georgia, I'm sure. But they, they okay. had him. They, he was up on one crutch, and he had a broken ankle. And I remember the meanest oh, thing that, that could have happened. Yeah. It was Tully, Arn, and Oli, I think, all came out. And one of them, I think it was Tully, kicked out, uh, kicked, kicked out the crutch, and Oli kicked out the broken ankle. And I remember – was a bitch. He was a yeah, bitch. But I remember being – Oh, my God. I'm being attacked by, the, by a dog. I remember being 30 years old and still thinking that was the meanest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, look at that puppy. But there were things that happened back then. Your dog sells better than Hulk Hogan does. Let's put it that way. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Listen, I, but in, in that respect, I still love Hogan. Uh, I still remember old Hogan promos, and people don't give Hogan the credit for cutting the promo. We're gonna, talk Hogan, we're gonna talk Hogan a lot. Um, we we still have like two, three, no, four, five no, matches no. from WrestleMania nine to discuss. Okay, so again, uh, uh, Money Inc. versus uh, Mega Maniacs. Um, 
go get it. Money Inc. walked away with the belt. Obviously, there's no, no. the uh, the, yeah. the uh, not, not to correct you too much. Mega Maniacs was Hogan. That, or, I'm sorry, was uh was Macho and uh, Warrior. The rest spot. The rest spot is what we call Mega Maniacs. No, Bruce Beefcake no. and Hulk Hogan. No, Mega Maniacs was uh, Warrior and uh, Macho. Yeah. What did they call this themselves? Just, I, think it's just, they, I don't think they called themselves anything. No, they didn't give them. They just called um, no, them. According to Wikipedia, according to Wikipedia. Were they the Mega Maniacs too? The Mega Maniacs was the World Wrestling Federation tag team of Hulk Hogan and Brutus the Barbarian. Really? Brutus the Barbarian Beefcake, yes. Maybe Warrior and Macho was the Ultimate Maniacs? They were the Ultimate Maniacs, yes. Yes. That's what I'm saying. No, 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 no. It was the Mega Maniacs. Mega Maniacs. Mega Maniacs. That's it what was they the were. mega something. They, they were mega also Maniacs. the mean. So they recycled the Mega Maniacs. Yeah, exactly. or, uh, twice, twice. Because yeah. this is this is after no, Warrior and Macho. This is called. We have T-shirts left over. Let's just go ahead and resell them now. Which also makes sense why Brutus has an Ultimate Warrior mask on. Because this is after that. Losing a oh, lot of yeah, money. Right. Losing a lot of money. <laughs> this is a bad right. time for the W. This is a bad time for the WWE. You know. Um, yeah, so okay. So down, and then that's when. W- well, w- that's why like, they they had the whole uh, steroid thing going on and everything like that. So, oh look at you guys with your dogs. My dog's he's, laying in the bed with. He, with he's, he's, me out. he's actually giving me. He, 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 we, we Cosmo, woke him up. come over here. I was gonna buddy. say we, we we woke him up a little bit. He was. He's stuck in the blanket. Here he comes. Come here, buddy. Look at that boy. All right. Remember remember when we talked about Sherry Martell? Yes. All right. Remember the fact that um. Remember the remember um. The funniest thing that I remembered about her. There he is. Was the the promo with with Hogan her? Cosmo. It was Hogan versus Macho Man, and you had Hogan her, and then Zeus. Zeus Lester, <laughs> and they had the caveman. Like, oh, Wait a minute, what are you guys talking about? What did I miss? He's, here? Talking, he's talking about a Macho Man yes. Juice promo. <laughs> oh. uh, so, following this a- tag team match where we saw Hogan say, I'm not going to be a tag team champion because we knew what was going on later oh, on shit. down the road for him. Lex Luger know, versus Mr. Perfect. The, the Triple H need. Uh, which not a bad match. No, it's not pretty good. All. I mean, it, it the eleven opinion, minute match kind of like spaced out a little bit. Technical match was in there because um, I would figure that here, Brutus Luger was the, the narcissist at the time. He was the narcissist, he was, he was and, and he was he was more perfect than perfect. Oh God, and he up. cut Let's back go. on his steroids oh, a lot before he started wrestling for the W. Because when they first brought him over, he was supposed it to be for the WBF, that World Body Federation. And he was all about steroids. When they used to do promos with him, he was so jacked. Then when he made screen time, you're like, he's not as big as he used to be and everything yeah. like that. But Luger played well, that, well, that narcissist. He he enjoyed playing that. No, all right. I think that was – It was called the Mega Powers with Hogan and Macho Man. The Mega, mega Powers. Mega Powers, you're the, right, that, you're right. Well, mega Powers, sorry. The oh, hand- oh, no, 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 Hogan Macho Man was the Mega Powers, but Macho yeah, Warrior I thought was the Mega Maniacs. The handshake right there. I haven't seen anything about that. Mega Maniacs was um, uh, Beefcake It and does Hogan. show Beefcake and him. Yeah, I, I forget what they called 
the the Macho Warrior team when they teamed up for a minute too. I it was either Ultimate Maniacs or Mega Maniacs or something. I thought they were the Mega. I think Maniacs. it was the Ultimate Maniacs. I think probably because it just for that fact. But but they Luger uh, Luger and Perfect though, both technical wrestlers. Luger has more of a power side to him. More of a power side. Um, for all of the though. yeah, I mean Perfect was perfect. He was the perfect wrestler as far as I'm concerned. He's. Uh, aside from him and uh, maybe Owen Hart, I can't think of another guy that should have held. Owen Hart. But I can't think of another guy who should have held a world title more yeah, than those two I, guys. Do you think that if Bret Hart had stayed around, Owen would have been world champion at some point? I don't know. Uh, maybe not because of Bret. I mean, um, yeah, I, I mean Bret Bret may have pushed him. Through wasn't it? That, like, wasn't that the the switch? It was. Didn't it happen during the time where he didn't want to? Uh, the uh, the can- the Canadian screw job the Montreal screw job wasn't Montreal around that time that he didn't want to actually go around. I mean, I, I I've heard that. Um, I've also heard that there was a little while where Owen well, didn't want to wrestle anymore. Yeah, he wanted yeah, to take yeah, a break because he, I mean, he, he was he, he was well, he, he, schedules he, hectic at the time. He but was, was going to go be, Yeah, but he was going to go be a firefighter, like his brother. I don't blame him. Because wrestling's not forever. Which, no, and which, uh, which, which, and which, hold on, hold on a second. One night we have to talk about Survivor Series '93. That whole <laughs> we could spend three hours talking about the Hart family versus Shawn Michaels and the Knights. <laughs> that way. Can we not? Oh my oh, God, that- that's such a best match. Bobby Heenan was at his top notch on that match. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, um, but they, but they, they've said that uh, Brett talked Owen back into coming back into being a wrestler again do you think owen like was he, set to go it, to uh, talk about that behind the, the, uh, no i don't i don't think owen was gonna ever leave i think owen was i i, I think we right, i think right. a lot of people i think a lot of people underestimate owen's push even his push at the time if you look at his push at the time owen was always in a good spot on the card. He was always in good matches. Yep. He I mean, wasn't th- this WrestleMania here. He, he had the first spot, the first match, but it was really good. I mean, WrestleMania yeah. 10, it was really good. WrestleMania, I mean, WrestleMania 10, it's him and Brett. We're like, going to talk about that yeah. one next time. But it, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, if you're, if you're going to curtain jerk, Owen and Brett curtain jerking <laughs> is come on, man. Like, but like you're, you are super setting a tone for the show. All right. Oh, think yeah, about yeah. If, if the ladder match in WrestleMania 10 doesn't happen, is there a better match than Owen and Brett? Hmm. The whole card. On that whole card? Other than the ladder match, no. That's what I'm saying. Other than the ladder match. And if that ladder match doesn't happen, <laughs> Owen and that Brett steal. Yeah, but Owen and Brett steal the show. And that also kills the Federation, too. Yeah. Because look at WrestleMania 11. Not a good show. The only good thing that, that they that had in WrestleMania 11 was uh, Lawrence Taylor and uh, Bam Bam. And Bam Bam, which yeah. there's a which lot is, of there's... – Which is fucked up because Lawrence Taylor is not even a wrestler. He's a fucking football player. No, but but let's get Bam Bam his due on that one. That was yeah. – Bam Bam, he, Bam, he, Bam took, he, a, took he a lot jumped. of heat. He jumped. Bam, and, that. He did. Just for Bam Bam, that? Well, no, but Bam Bam took a lot of heat for that from the click. Because he right, was, exactly. 
Right. Why? Yeah. Why? Fuck that. It's uh, whatever, according whatever even uh, even 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 a Bam Bam interview before he passed away, bless his soul. Uh, Scott had said that they were they jumped on him, uh, Diesel and Bam or Diesel and Sean and everybody because Diesel and Sean were the the world title match that night. Right. Yes. Yes. A- and they and they said and I guess Bam Bam had said. Uh, Diesel and Sean jumped on him. He's like, I don't understand why they're making such a big deal out of you guys. We're the main event. And Bam Bam's exact response was, yeah, that's great. But what you don't seem to realize is my match is the event. But what they, wow. what they also didn't realize is that Sean Which is true. and Diesel have worked together for so long. Going well, into no, the no, ring no, together he, is like the original clip. But yeah, but 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 he he didn't guy who who has never stepped in the ring before. No, no, they they didn't give him heat about the match. They weren't like, oh, this is a terrible match. They no, were it giving was the him... fact that they weren't the last match, though. Yeah. Oh, screw the that fucking Oz character, that fucking guy. Yeah, Oz. and and <laughs> and, uh, and but Bam Bam is the one. Scott is the one who looked at him and said, "Look, you can say you're the main event all you want, and you can say that you're the world title match all you want, but." Look, Everybody's we're the looking event. at us. Yeah. Everybody was looking we're, at them. Let's yeah, do that black guy real quick. Oh, that black guy. Oh, we didn't oh, talk dude. about the black guy. God damn it. Okay, wait a minute. Okay, so. <laughs> let's circle back around the black guy. Wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's get through the rest of this. Let's get through the rest of this so we can talk about the black guy. So, Luger Perfect, decent match, right? Right? Luger Perfect was a decent match. Uh, I, I still hold the, the – uh, again, I hold Luger and like Scott Hall and some of these guys in the same regard where when needed to be, and not just when needed to be, if money was involved, Lex Luger, Scott Hall, and some of these guys that they that get bad mouthed a lot, they were good hands. Right. Scott Hall had good matches. Yes, absolutely. Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, whatever you want to call him, he had good matches. Lex Luger had good matches. Lex Luger was still a good hand. He fell in the long time. So realistic, realistically, what we are bad-mouthing Lex Luger on is for being a prick who is money-hungry. <laughs> That's true. But Why are they still, jump to WCW? But it's, but it's still a business. So he's a prick that's money-hungry, but it's a business. Jake the Snake Roberts was a little money-hungry. Ultimate Warrior was That's extremely... That's why he was too, so I mean, so... Uh, Ultimate Warrior was extremely money hungry. So the next match, you know, after he didn't want to do business. Luger... Sorry. Uh, so next match after acting up. Uh, last next match, uh, Undertaker versus John Gonzalez. Uh, let's Seven not talk about match. that match. That was horrible. Uh, just, just a match to try to get Gonzalez over and Undertaker over at the same time. Didn't work. Title match. Yokozuna versus Bret Hart. Wait, wait. Before the title match, Hogan challenges the winner of the main event already. And do you remember what Hulk Hogan said, though? He goes, I don't care if it's Bret or the Jap. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> oh. Maybe now we know why Hogan has yeah, just been in the past. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, he's the real American. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's yeah, the real American who funny, though, words like to bring that back N-word. around. To, to bring that back around. Jack, which is fucked up. No, he's not at all. To, to bring that back around to the uh, 
to the Barry Windham talk that we were having before, Hogan's theme music was supposed to be for Windham and Rotundo. That's right. That's true. That is true. And Originally. if you listen to the original version of it, at the end, you hear Bobby uh, – no, um, uh, uh, Ventura. Ventura, Ventura going, says it. I can't believe you get this awesome song, uh, Rotunda. This is a horrible song for yeah. you and everything. Yeah, he's like, this is oh, for Wyndham and Rotundo. Derringer, and he, and he talks about uh, Doug Derringer, and he goes, Derringer, you should have been buried. Right. Hey, yeah. buried. Yeah. I, I remember having the old MP3 version of that back in the LimeWire days. Now, do you know this match between Bret Hart and Yokozuna was supposed to go about another 10 minutes longer than it actually did? Really? See, that that yeah. I did not know. Yeah, this was uh, kind of hit up the new. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, this was this match was actually supposed to go a lot longer that Yoko and Brett actually had some really good spots set. But because of Yoko's weight and the fact that, you know, he was like 510 pounds or some crap like that, um, he wasn't able to do everything that they wanted to do. So when he started calling it home, Brett was like, are you kidding me? And so Brett was really upset with this match because he felt like this was going to be his opportunity to show Vince that he could work with anybody and whoever they want, yeah. you know, and um, unfortunately it didn't work that, that way. And it was, it was, you know, bad look on Brett and everything like that. Worst look on Yoko, but you know, we have the whole salt in the eyes, you know, it, this was all set to be the first WrestleMania where a heel walks away with the title. Now yes, we, wouldn't, we would not see that until WrestleMania 16 or WrestleMania 2000 when Triple H wins that that four corners match or whatever the fuck it was with the every McMahon in a corner and everything. Hulk Hogan oh comes boy. out now. Shane and Big Show, Linda and Mankind. Was it The Rock and someone Vince and Rock and Vince and, and, and Stephanie and, and Triple H? Yes, WrestleMania, WrestleMania 2000. Yep, I remember that shit because I got the Triple H wins four game and I still have that shit. That was the what first time that a heel walked out of WrestleMania as champion. Yeah. We always had the good guy leaving. So now WrestleMania 9 walks around, Yoko wins, and all of a sudden Hulk Hogan comes out trying to protect Bret Hart and everything like that. And Bret's going, yeah, go, 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 go. Fuck 22 that. seconds. 22 seconds. Yokozuna has just defeated one of the most popular this guy. Remember? He's so now. Oh, this guy was an asshole. This, this Yokozuna guy. had just defeated one of the most popular champions since Macho Man in yeah. nine minutes, and all of a sudden Hulk Hogan comes in, leg drop, boom, champion for the fifth time. What the fuck was their thinking point? Like, 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 what were they thinking at this point here? Who is this? I think who I know is why. this? Hold up, Dave, real quick. I don't mean to cut you off. All right. No, go ahead, Josh. Apparently, yeah. all right. So, um, because. The uh, the uh, podcast between Bruce Pritchard and um, Ric Flair's in law. Mm. So at that moment, apparently Yoko was not keeping up with his weight and wasn't fucking healthy. And the fact that they gave it at Hogan was because of the fact that he wasn't serious with this. He was serious with his wrestling, but mm. he wasn't serious with his health. So that kind of backfired on him. Okay, and that made him gave him second thoughts. Okay, I mean from from what I've listened to, I mean, well, maybe it could be a different time, a different era, but the biggest thing from that was the fact that his his problem was his weight. Same shit okay. with Big Show, but at least Big Show fixed it sure. and made the best oh, yeah, out of yeah, it. He did, he did, Yoko yeah. just kept eating and smoking fucking pot, which, which I have no problem with it, but the eating part, I mean, if you're in this business, 
You need to fucking stay in, at least stay in shape. Well, what Yo- Yoko at weight where you can Yoko legit shoot weight was at like six at least six hundred pounds big. at one point. He was a big guy. Oh yeah. Was, I he, mean, he, I understand he, just just to fit but, the gimmick, but I mean, you have sumo wrestlers are not even that fucking that no. heavy in Japan. But, yeah. What I had always heard was was that Brent wanted to have Hogan drop the belt to him at. SummerSlam 93. Yeah. And Hogan Hogan wouldn't. Yeah, Hogan said no. And Hogan said no. And what I found to be so fucked up was that at King of the Ring, Hogan not only dropped the belt to Yokozuna, but he dropped it where Harvey Whippleman jumped up on the fucking apron and took the pitcher and shot the fire into his eyes. And then Yoko lose – sorry, used the leg drop to fucking beat Hogan at that point yep. there. Like, so not only did you win dirty, I'm sorry, lose dirty, but you lost to your own fucking move. Like, like, come you on. Lost to your own could move. you imagine the money SummerSlam 93 could have made if they had Hogan versus Bret Hart for yeah. the world title? Fuck all this Lex Express bullshit and everything. You well, and what's more was there, you, but- lo- you, you lost, you lost all that money and, this is a, a shot at Hogan again. So you're 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 shooting. You're so you've got Hogan who does all that, and then leaves. He leaves. He doesn't have another match there in WWF for what twelve years at this uh, point. Yeah, he he leaves. What, this is ninety three. This is ninety three. Four. Nothing at that. Yeah. So he doesn't have another match in WWE, WWF, whatever, whichever one you want to call it. For another eleven years after this, after that, after that King of the Ring match, and he leaves with losing the title, dirty. So he doesn't lose it clean, and he doesn't get a rematch. So there's no rubber match. There's never been a rubber match between Yokozuna and Hogan. There's never going to be a rubber match, obviously. Right, right. But you had this. You you had this. You had this thing where there's no rubber match and then all you have is Wrestlemania 10 where Yoko finally loses the title to Hart after having to wrestle twice before I go America, yeah, yeah, Josh, Josh I know that you this, gotta go this crap. that's called the narcissist that was his best angle he should have kept that going they should have yeah. never made him Mr. and USA. then they threw that shit in the garbage I remember no, this loser I remember okay. this loser when I was a kid Earlier, before we kind of alluded to uh, Mount Rushmore, of who would be your your Mount Rushmore, Josh. I know that you got to go and everything like that. So, I mean, I'll real quick, back, you get just... you get four. Who are I your four? four? All right. Who are your um, four on Mount Rushmore? Oh, Hogan. Okay. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I'm not even gonna go to Hogan. I'm gonna go to Flair. Flair. You know what? Fuck it. When it comes to money, Hogan, Flair, uh-huh. Rock, Austin. Wow. I hate the fact that I don't have Macho Man on there, but it's not his fault because of how shit's done in the WWE. So you're talking I'm about huge money makers fan. there. Money makers. Yeah, right when it there. comes to money, uh, is them four. That's a good one. I like that. I like when that. When it comes to actual wrestling, Rick, Macho, uh, Bob Buckland. And I'm going to say possibly Shawn Michaels when it comes to the actual wrestling because okay. just the chemistry-wise. 
Gotcha. Other than okay. that, other than that, I mean, that's that's just of my thing. But I mean, there's so many other talent that's not high quality that brings in the like the main eventers because you still you still have Mr. Perfect. You still have. You're gonna carve your entire mountain. Who do you want up there though? Who do you I want mean, in that mountain? Wh- whoever I said, pretty much. All Claire Rock Austin. Yeah. All right, Josh, I know that you want to get going because your neighbors are home. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Listen, whenever you want to do this again, message me. We will do this again. Be careful going out. Just just be careful doing this. If I'm not doing anything tomorrow, just hit me up. We're doing it again tomorrow. I like how I say, be careful going home. I like how I say, be careful going home. We're all home drinking as it is. It's just 10 seconds away. It's not a big deal. I appreciate the care and support. Thank you, guys. No, Josh, thanks a lot for joining us. Appreciate it. You be careful going home. Jesus Christ, I did it again. (laughs) It's all right. I'm used to being a trivia host. I'm sorry. You know why? It's all about being in the tavern. That's all it is. Exactly, exactly, exactly. It's what it is. Steve. All right. Josh. Josh, tell tell Candice. Love she's you guys. She's right here. Hold on, because she's coming Careful. with me. Oh, okay. Hi, <laughs> <Bye>, Megan. Hi, <laughs> Steve. You have a, you got Megan's in. Bye. Megan's <laughs> laying by the pup. I'll see you Bye, next Megan. time, okay? Love you, Megan. I'll send you guys a message next time. We're going to do one again. This is fun. I already have the next uh, WrestleMania's I want to talk about next. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Perfect. Well, we're still doing trivia. Are we doing trivia tomorrow, on Monday? Tomorrow? Um, yeah, the, the guy that owns the company is doing it. Uh, you have to download that app, Kahoot. And, I did uh, it. She, she did it. We just want to know okay. like, what's. Yeah. Well, it's it's going to be him hosting the show. You're not going to see me, so. Oh, okay. Well, it is what it is. We could do our own trivia on here. Oh, let's let's do a live feed of Monday Night Raw. Oh my God, Ooh. I'm out. Just just for shits and gigs. Josh, <laughs> love you. Thank you so much for joining, Steve. Just for shits and gigs. Steve, you're um, Mount Rushmore. You get four. All right. So if I'm going to go Josh's route with money. Uh, I'm going to go a little differently. I'm going to go backwards on it. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Hogan flair. All right. And then I'm going to go Bruno. Okay. uh, Superstar. Wow. Okay. No, 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 no. Superstar Billy Graham. I'm going to go backwards on it. Okay. Um, I'm going to go Bruno because Bruno San Martino sold out the garden more times than anyone in history. Highly respected. That's that's good. I mean, now, now I, then, I don't have anything it, against Bruno, but yeah, that's 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 legit. Now then, if I'm going, my dad, my dad's dad, and my dad's dad. Yeah, yeah. Now then, if I'm going with just uh, heart and love, I'm gonna go Hogan. Okay. I'm gonna go Flair. Okay. I'm gonna go in more recent times. I'm going to go Angle. I'm going to go Eddie. That's a good one. I like it. I like Eddie. Um, I think I think Angle and Eddie put – I think Angle and Eddie put the package together. Yes. WrestleMania okay. 20. But they, they, were, they were as good that fucking match. anywhere. If you put if you Dude, put them they had anywhere, just that fucking match. Like, no, they bro. did. And and if and, you ever, and have you ever seen metal or any of the dark matches channels that they had? Like yeah, yeah. New York, New York Sports One. Like no, I, no, I, I remember. Had, I saw metal. Dude, that was bro. Oh man. But I mean, who would have thought that Angle, the guy that started the Three Eyes, was going to be who he Intensity, was? Integrity, intelligence. Well, my uh, Mount Rushmore. 
It's a good choice, Steve. Real good. Would be, of course, like, Macho like Man, that. Randy Savage. I got to put Savage there. I got to put Ric Flair. Of course. I have to do Hulk Hogan. Bret Hart. Bret Hart for me, though. I would like to see Bret Hart up there. I think Hart really brought the company back together when they were going through such a rough time and everything like that. And, 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 I mean, the fact that he was champ so many times, I mean, from WrestleMania 9, I mean, I mean, I mean he beat Ric Flair, which was awesome. I, and I know Flair was leaving the company yes. and everything like that. But, exactly. but, he did. But people still liked him. And then he got his title back in WrestleMania 10, and everybody was like, oh, yes, everybody was cheering and everything like that. So Hart is definitely there. Um, first off, I just want to thank you guys so much for being here tonight. This was so much fun talking about WrestleMania 4 and WrestleMania 9. Yes, I lost control at some point, but. Uh, we are <laughs> what do you mean? Do you still got control. We are going to do this again. Are you guys up for We're it again? We're definitely going to do this again. Okay. This was so much fun. Well, I'm going to contact you guys. Um, Tonight we talked about WrestleManias 4 and 9, which were kind of the bad ones. Next time I want to talk about two that are good ones. WrestleMania 10 Ooh. and WrestleMania 17. Oh, man. Oh, so we so can man. have a lot of fun here. I was expecting w this to only be. training ring is WrestleMania 10. So, of course, I... damn it. Oh, well, man, that rusty son of a bitch. I can tell you right now, we started at like 8 o'clock. I thought this was going to be about an hour show. Yeah, we're two and a half hours, almost three hours in. So this was <laughs> awesome. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate you coming out. Do no your problem. research. WrestleMania 10, WrestleMania 17. Next time, I'll text you guys. DLC, let's do it. Hey, Definitely, guys. everybody, thank you so much for joining us. My name's Mike. I hope you had a wonderful time watching us talk about wrestling. And if you're ever interested and you want to join in and have fun with us, message me on Facebook, Michael John. Let me know that you want to join in the fun. And any we'll sport, talk. too. Any sport, too. Absolutely. Any sport. We'll talk about any sport. Wing it. Let's but just we like it. wrestling. Once of again, this show do. is brought to you by our good friends at Puzzles Entertainment Puzzles Entertainment, check us out on Facebook, Puzzles Entertainment, check us out. And also our wonderful, wonderful friends at Four Corners Tavern, 8250 Champions Cape Boulevard in Davenport. We miss you guys so much. We can't wait to see you guys back. Everybody, please be safe. Be careful. Stay home. Stay home. Do us all the favor and stay home. Drink, eat, watch or TV. Disney. Stay home. Do some virtual Disney. I was going to say, once, once, up, once we're all allowed, like the Disney Castle is going to look amazing. So it'll be great. Oh, we'll yeah. all just meet up there. Once all this ends, we are all going to have Disney a World. massive party. Disneyland, Disney World. Come I before. can't wait for this to actually get over with so come, we can do an actual home, live we're here to take care of podcast. You. All of us in the same room together, drinking together. Oh, this would be awesome. Folks. Oh, Jesus. We're going to have to do that at Ken Denise's because we're never going to be allowed to do that. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Ken. Ken DeBorg, <laughs> you're going to have to make a drink. Everybody have a good night. Thank you so much. Peace. We love have you. Have a good night, guys. Please be safe. Have a good night, everybody. Bye-bye.